Okay, so Justin's busy. His grandma. So this is going to be the Juno's Rocket podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. (laughs) That fucking sucks. Okay. Uh, Yeah. All right, so welcome, Juno's Rocket, a.k.a. Brian, Matt Daddy Brian, (laughs) what's crack-a-lacking? Nothing, just life, (laughs) just life in general. All right. Cracking bitches, just cracking that shit wide open. (laughs) Oh, shit. I was going to say cracking bitches wide open, I mean that, that's like, I mean, like, life. Oh my god, that's bad. <laughs> we don't we do not condone the abuse of women in any form or way. We out here beating up bitches. Twenty eighteen. <laughs> you out here trying to elevate shit. All right. Alright, so because everybody else is not here, I'm just gonna ask the random ass questions that I guess I would have asked if they were here, but just for you. Um, how did everyone meet? I'm talking Dylan, Justin, and Jib. How how all you guys meet? Shit, we all met in high school. <laughs> like, I didn't really know Justin until like senior ish, and even then, I would just like encounter him here and there. But it wasn't until after we graduated we started hanging out a lot. But me and Dylan, we met like. 20 end of 2012 and like we all got into like the same shit like we all liked our feature and shit like coming up like this is like when they were barely like it was like the wolf era of Tyler so like it was like fresh though so like we were um just on that and we all liked the same shit we all hated the same shit and we all just came together <laughs> and then I met Jib at a fucking party <laughs> we both got clowned at the party and we just sat on the wall and ate Spanish rice and drank fucking Dr. Pepper and that's how our friendship began <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> and so where are you guys from we're from Rancho Cucamonga the Inland Empire that's crazy we're hella far away. We're like six hours away from you. That's crazy. Then you really traveled all the way out here. Just to perform. That's fucking insane. Now, how'd you guys hear about the whole No Chill Summer thing? Well, first, it was through my other friend, Orlando, had a friend named Francis who moved to Texas. I, think, ah, I, don't, know what he, I don't know what he did, but uh, he asked me Francis asked me to join this group called the Naked Collective. Shouts out Naked Collective. <laughs> like, um, he asked me to join, and I did. And like, that's when we were like group messaging and all that. It was pretty chill, no pun intended. And I think Will chimed in one day and asked, "Did I want to come out and perform?" And I didn't know San Jose was so fucking far. I thought San Jose was like two hours away from me, <laughs> but. <laughs> Sounds like it's like a fucking drive. 
But I agree because I'm like, oh shit, I've never been to the Bay Area. It's time to get, it's time to get lit, it's time to get jiggy with, it. jiggy with it. Oh shit, that was your first time. So we went. Yeah, it was because of fucking Rari. That song got us out there. That's the dopest shit to me. Yeah. Damn. So then went out there, killed it, met you, and all that, and the rest is history. See, I remember when that song came out, and then how'd I find it? I think you guys posted it on like Twitter or something. I was like, this shit's crazy. Put... Hmm? But I think you guys posted it on Twitter or something. And I was like, this shit is crazy. Because, like, when we were yeah. in for... You guys went out the first one. Um, yeah, you guys went out the first one. But you guys were at the second one. Yeah, That's the second right. one. Yeah, and um, Will was, like... We were at Will's house because he, he invited us to come over. Like, me, uh, Tracksuit, and, like, a whole bunch of people who were at the first one. He invited us to come to his house and, like, help plan for the second one. So mm-hmm. he had like a whole list of people he was considering or like he wanted to come on like this little Google spreadsheet. And I was like looking at all the submissions, like, yeah, he had a fuck ton of submissions. It was crazy. Like this man got a lot of submissions, but the like <laughs> the list got so short, like compared to what you know was submitted. I was like, damn, there's a lot of people who could have been on here. But you know, time and whatnot and shit like that. Yeah. So I saw you guys. Like these guys are dope as fuck. You know, like you guys want dirty litter boxes to come. I was like, yeah, these guys are tight. And that was like one of the very first songs I listened to. It was like Rari. That's insane. Yeah, I was like, these guys are fucking crazy. And then like I think Milky Dre was on one of them too. I was like, he's dope. They're all just picking people. That was cool. But um, fuck. That shit was. No disrespect to Will. Crazy fucking sick dude. I met him. Met him. Yeah, shot well. Yeah, he he uh he actually invited me because he saw me perform for the first time like my sophomore year, and I was like 15, because he had this thing at our school called like Walk the Plank, and it was like hosted by the club. So I performed there once, mm-hmm. and that was my very first time performing my songs live, and it was like my shitty songs, like my very first actually <laughs> constructed, like. It was just my early era of music, so it was like, it was weird, but people fucked with it. So, how I got into the first one was, because he knew me personally, and he invited me, like, I think three or four months beforehand, and I was like, oh shit, yeah, I'm down to perform there and shit, and this one, I was still working on Kid Blossom Road, and then some things Mm -hmm. happened, and I was like, no, I can't perform, like... It was just like some self doubt shit. I was like, "Damn, I can't do this." Like, I don't know, dude. I, I my music's not good enough, so I stepped out. He's like, "Okay, I understand." And then like my girlfriend convinced me like a week before the show. He's like, "Nah, babe, you should perform <laughs> because this and that." I was like, "All right, for sure. Let me ask him because I don't want to be that nigga who's just like, yeah, I know I kind of turned down your offer, but can I get that spot back? <laughs> let me just <laughs> let me just stop. Let me just stop everything you're doing a week in advance before the show." And can I be put on the list one more time? And I like I know I know you're busy. I know you have a, like a, a lot of shit on your mind right now. I know you're trying to work out expenses and trying to work out a whole set list and make posters and shit. But can I just get on the list real quick? <laughs> shit, this shit was bad. And he was like, mm, let me see. And I waited a couple of days, no response. And get this, like literally like two days before the show, this man, someone who was already on the list, I'm not gonna say his name. Uh, someone was already on the list and set to perform at like eight o'clock for the rap, the rap and hip hop section. 
didn't even know he was performing that day. Will was texting him, was like, yo, like, are you ready? Do you, are you sure you don't have to practice or go before set? He's like, what are you talking about? Like, bitch, what? how do you <laughs> – how do you forget that you have to fucking perform? So he texts me. He's oh, like, so, so, so-and-so said you can't perform because he was going to have me go off the after party. Like, he's he going to have me perform at, like, 12 o'clock in the fucking morning. I was like, uh, I'm not trying to wait that long, but, you know, whatever. But so since that dude didn't fucking show up and forgot he was performing – I just took his spot, so I went around like eight, eight thirty, and I performed one song. It was like Dante's do a Dante, but people were fucking. But the first one was crazy. The first one was crazy. Like the one in Palo Alto was insane. It was so compact, but there was so much like since it was so fresh and new, everyone was so like with it. It didn't seem like everyone was trying to be, you know, someone that they're not. And I met like um, the like Secret Space Program. They were cool as fuck. Yeah. Like it was at the time when I first met them, I was like, "Yeah, I just turned 16. Literally, my birthday was like right after. Oh my god, was I still 15? Oh no, no, no. My birthday was like two days before the show, so I just turned 16. And then, damn, was I? Wait, what the fuck was I? No, 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 no. I just <laughs> it was right before I turned 17. My bad. I'm thinking this shit was like two years ago. I'm fucking retarded. I just turned 17. And this is when Secret Space Program was like literally just Joe and Marcus. That shit was hella funny to me because I don't know where Dio came from. And I knew Vincent was part of Pretty Shanks, but then he got into the group of Secret Space. That shit was crazy. They were crazy. Pretty Shanks was crazy. And all of them were there. And the band is tight. And Secret Space Program is fucking tight. I love those niggas. (laughs) I fuck with them so bad. They were supposed to be be the first one to record with, but we couldn't figure out scheduling and time. They were supposed to be the first... I don't know, people on the podcast, but shit just doesn't happen sometimes. <laughs> Is that the most random way to do a podcast? I think I'm like over here playing the last of us, the last of us, and shit. <laughs> remastered. I'm like, oh shit, I'm doing a podcast. Right now. Of course, I'm gonna have more yeah. of these. Like, it's not gonna be just you. Like, if like I want to do like a couple months later, like a year later after you release something, like how you feel about this yeah. and that. Like, I want to do more of these. Um. All right, let's talk about strictly like music and personal shit and weird shit. And all right, let's get it. <laughs> what is the number one thing you hate? Like in general? Yeah, like what's just something that like if you hear or see it, just you despise it. It makes you sick and you want to fucking like. I don't know, because I have a lot of things I hate. I want to say, niggas who don't know how to chew their food. <laughs> When they be opening their mouths and shit, and it's just like, mm-hmm. it's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. No, no, I hate the word. Um, where when anyone says the word clout, it just activates a fury of rage in me. I you fucking like, despise that word. What clout? Yeah, <laughs> that word is so fucking annoying. It's kind of ugly. I used it in one of my songs. I used it in two, two of my songs. I think the one I'm featured on the Secret Space Program, and like my newest single that's not out yet. I use the word uh, clout. I was like, it's clout. You better cop it. Because I'm, I'm coming out to people who fucking... In this song, I'm literally coming out to people who think, like, the trap rap wave is, like, where it's at. And they literally... Bruh, tell me why. Like, tell me why. When I'm walking in the halls, I see this nigga wearing fucking Vans with the tag still on it. Like, you know the little little loop thing on the, on the shoelace? Yeah. 
where it says off the wall and it's like all red and white. That shit is so ugly. <laughs> this man thought he was big flexing. That shit pissed me off. So that sparked the song. Novel fucking single coming up because of that. Shit made me so <laughs> over angry. a damn shoe. <laughs> it made me so angry. I'm going to the bathroom right in passing period, and this man comes out with like babe, a babe hoodie, a Supreme Box logo shirt under it. He's wearing skinny jeans, and then he has a he has some Vans on, and the tag is still on it. I was like, oh fuck no. <laughs> no. Oh god, you know, nigga, no. parents is paid. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I know he didn't buy them himself. She's mad gross. Anyway, I digress. So clout, you hate the word clout? <laughs> yeah, fuck that word. It's an ugly ass word. That... Keep that shit in the Urban Dictionary oh, for as long as y'all can. I will never use it. One time, me and um, oh no, no, it was it was the day we were planning for No Till Summer Two. Uh, me, Marcus, and fucking what's his face? Yeah, me tracking um. I think Joe was still there. Yeah, was Joe there? Yeah, yeah. Me tracking Joe, we were outside and we were talking about clout. And <laughs> he's like, "We're not gonna call it clout anymore. We're gonna call it inner gun." I said, "What the fuck?" He said, "Yeah, I'm gonna call it inner gun from now on." He's like, "I bet, bet." It's like you're just gonna start saying like, "Y'all, you got too much inner gun, this and that." And that shit was hella funny to me. And then when they released Zero, I saw that like on the track list there was one track. That's <laughs> uh, it. Just says energy. <laughs> Niggas is transformers out here, bro. Niggas collecting energon. We not collecting cloud no more. We collecting energon. We fully transforming on niggas. That shit was so funny to me. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, what makes you really sad? Fuck. <laughs> um, myself. Like, literally, because, like, a nigga has, like, severe-ass, like, manic depression and shit. So, like, I literally just get, just get fucking, it's not just sad, it's just fucking uncontrollably. I just don't want to, like, move or do shit. I just, you know, sometimes I want to die and all that shit. But, yeah. <laughs> like, I've been for the past, like, week and a half, like, and my fucking earbuds broke the other day. And oh, yeah, I haven't, you know, I haven't been able to produce some shit. So I've been using my speakers. That's a rip. But for me, yeah, for me to like get my final mix down, I have to like have my earbuds to listen to that shit. Right. So I play it in my car. Then I make sure it's hitting in my earphones and make sure it's hitting in my car. And I'm like, all right, that's good. But uh, yeah. Basically, what makes me sad is just, yeah, that's just, just basically me. <laughs> it's basically what my fucking album is about. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know too much about that that deep dark place. I only know a little bit of it, and it's not tight. Like it's, not tight, it's y'all. like it's really it's really something else. I think more people should look into that because when you're in that space, it's like a it's a dark void that's eating your stomach alive. Exactly, and it sucks. And it's like you like, don't eat, you don't eat, and you sleep a lot, and it's just or, or sometimes you eat a lot and you just fucking just stay up like me. Right, like, but I don't either. That yeah, I don't. I don't really eat like that. But like, I just, I don't sleep, so I can like be sleep during the day if that makes sense. Right. <laughs> like, like I wouldn't. There'd be times where I wouldn't eat, but I'd force myself to eat because I know if I didn't eat, I'd die. <laughs> like it's like it feels like there's something in your stomach, 
there's nothing there, obviously, but it feels like just big, like, mouth just eating you away. And if you're not eating, it's like you can't tell the difference between if you need to be, you know, nourished or not. I don't know how to explain it. Like, I wouldn't eat at all. Like, damn, dude, like, I need to eat something. <laughs> it just, that, yeah. that's not, that's not cool. It's not cool. You start overthinking shit. You'll cry, scream. Your pill. It's not cool. That's not a good place to be in. Uh, I don't fuck with yeah, that. That's basically, that's basically what hummingbirds or shit. I mean, uh, you haven't asked me about the album yet, but I was just gonna say like <laughs> the album that I'm working on. It's called Hummingbird, and like it's literally an entire album about my psyche and the way that it's falling apart. <laughs> and oh, why? Yeah. Why is it called Hummingbird? Oh, it's essentially about it's a mantra, and hummingbird means to be balanced. Because hmm. when you look at hum- a hummingbird flying and shit, it's like to me, it's like the coolest shit because it look like it doesn't take any fucking effort, but it looks so graceful. And they're just like chilling, like they're just flexing on nature. Like, <laughs> like you see every other bird besides an eagle. But like every other bird's like flying, it's kind of wonky and shit. And the hummingbird's like just rapid as shit, just chilling. You can't even see the wings. That's the that's the dope that's part. Like, yeah, that is dope. It's rare yeah. when I've seen a hummingbird. I've only seen a hummingbird like four times in my entire life. Because them motherfuckers are I've seen them a lot. <laughs> they used to scare the shit out of me as a kid. That's the funny thing. <laughs> I thought they were big ass bugs, and I was like, "Why do you exist?" <laughs> so when's that coming out? When's your album coming out? To be honest, I'm trying to have that shit out by like at least August. What? <laughs> the latest. Yeah, we're gonna get some couple. We're gonna get like a few singles before that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, you, you guys can get fifteen because like, you, you glitter face, definitely... like glitter face is coming with like thirteenth, fourteenth this month. Yeah, <laughs> you're. <laughs> I'm literally, it's the, the funny part about that shit is I'm recording Glitterface on my phone because it's like, I really don't want to spoil it, but like, it's like this fucking indie bedroom rock song that I always wanted to write. And like, since I just got fired from my job, I have no way to fucking record it because studio money is like non-existent, non-existent now. So like, I'm doing this shit off my phone. Like I've been doing it for like, since like we fucking started making videos and shit. So it's, it's just another challenge. I've been trying to figure out how to record my phone, honestly. That shit's like, I have to find like, I have to buy Filmic Pro and then, I don't know. I need to find another thing to edit with because, yeah, I have my DSLR, but that shit, that shit's heavy as fuck. I'm not trying to carry that shit around, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm really not. Like, I'm not with that. Um, Somebody told me fucking Bryson Tiller made don't on a voice memo, voice memo. And I was like, nigga. Hold up. <laughs> what? Okay, then I have a few questions because your quality cannot sound that crisp. I don't know. Maybe I'm just. It can. You just have to mix it. That's all you have to do is mixing. Oh, that's true. That's and just soundproof. Whatever. Don't. Fucking Steve Lacey recorded all his music on his fucking iPhone on Garage. Yep. Man, my nigga. What? That's that how nigga you know made, I'm lacking. That nigga made the Steve Lacey demo on an iPhone. All vocals and everything on iPhone, bro. That's how you know I'm lacking when he can record a fucking song off his phone. I'm a six songs, Logic just... Pro. And what the fuck, bro? I, I'm a fucking bum. I'm a loser. <laughs> I'm such a loser. She's not funny. I'm just, I just gotta like get because I have to record another verse for it. 
because I have to do it when no one's here because it involves a lot of screaming. So like, in here, bro. It's the worst. Trying to find like time to record, that's the worst because you don't know what's going to happen. You yeah. don't know if someone's going to come home early and you're like, damn, I got to stop recording now because then I'm going to have the <laughs> TV blaring in the background. I don't have a fucking studio. I don't have a soundproof. Dog, it used to be so bad when me and Dylan would record back in the day. Like, first, it started off in my room and I had like set up my closet. I had like all these covers sitting on the wall and shit. And my my microphone was leaned up against it. Like the the acoustics for my my our recording was just it was amateur, <laughs> but we were amateur, so we had an excuse. <laughs> but then like it shifted to my brother's room when he got a Mac and he got Logic Pro and shit, so we could finally actually try to mix some shit. Yeah. And like I swear we made songs while my brother has been playing GTA Five in the background and shit. You can hear it on some of the songs. <laughs> like, <laughs> and we just kept it because we're like. Oh my god, it's so tight because it's ambient. And like, it's like, what the fuck? Oh, you're in the background. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, yeah, the first song we ever recorded, uh, it was called Onslaught, and like that shit was heated garbage. Like, <laughs> like... you gonna say it was heat? I was like, okay, heated garbage. We thought we was so on. We pulled up this janky ass free Eminem type beat <laughs> on YouTube. It sounds so fucking insane clown posse shit. Shit sounded dumb. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I don't even listen to insane clown posse, but I assume from the nigga that typed the insane clown posse Eminem type beat, I'm assuming that's what they sound like from the beat that we used. <laughs> but yeah. We thought we was on. We was over here rapping fast and shit. Like, we was on beat. We were not on beat. That's just double funny. Oh, shit. Uh, and then... <laughs> after that, I low-key started getting into producing more because, like, I didn't feel like using everybody else's beats. And I was looking at my idols. I was like, my idols don't make... My idols don't buy beats. We make the beats. I'm gonna make beats right. now. And, like... My uh, one of my friends, um, Brian, he he gave me this fucking Fruity Loop crack file one night, and I just toyed around with it, and like it was pretty chill. And then like I thought I would be on, and then like Tyler or somebody would come and just drop some shit. I'm like, wow, I'm like literally nothing. Like <laughs> it'd be so yeah, bad. Yeah. But now I'm at a point where I can just make a beat and I hear somebody else's shit I'm like yeah I'm on your level now <laughs> I'm gonna go above it <laughs> damn I fucked with that that shit is so satisfying cause I can play my I can literally just pull up a song like like Black Crow the song that we just dropped that shit is to me so that's trash. like to me that's like the best song me and Dylan ever made it's and that's so to me that's like to me that's like one of my favorite beats I've ever made that is ever. a dope ass beat dog I fuck with that heavy like <laughs> But it already changed because the glitter face beat is not my favorite beat that I made because <laughs> it doesn't sound like anything that I made. It's not a trap. It's just straight. Just like somebody just put a drums in their room and had a guitar laying around it and tried to be like fucking Kurt Cobain for a day and failed <laughs> miserably, but he still won't put it out because transparency. <laughs> I'm waiting for that single. And are you going to move too. to streaming platforms anytime soon or? Like, are you guys gonna think like of doing that? Like, yeah, we're trying to drop the the Bleach Sun album on Apple and title and all that shit. 
the title of the album. You can, you guys can easily do that. You know that, right? Yeah, we know. We got the website and all that. <laughs> yeah, I'm using. Uh, I'm gonna end up using DistroKid because that's like twenty dollars. And you oh, can yeah, we use, use as much music as you want. We use fucking. We use TuneCore. <laughs> uh, Jeremiah Lori told me like TuneCore is like dummy expensive. That's just like not like. About. That's like fourteen dollars. Really? From what I remember. Yeah, from what I remember. I thought you gotta like pay for like every single and shit. I don't know. I don't know. I don't use it. I don't use any of them. Just right now I'm just trying to master this single because this song, <laughs> when I tell you like my production is crazy on this, it really is. I can't wait for this one. It's nothing really like it. it's nothing like Oh my god, this is amazing, but it's like, oh damn. I fuck with this. It's know. just improvement. It just it just sounds so nice to my ear. We'll see, because it sounds like it sounds like if you like were inside a robot and you were beating up that robot with some drumsticks. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. It sounds like a midget inside of a robot beating up with some drumsticks. That's what I can. That's how I can. That's what I want to. When did you guys like decide that you guys are gonna like make a duo or a group? It was very early on, like two thousand thirteen. We went to we went to cut Tyler's second carnival and like after that we realized that we wanted to rap. And then Jib had Fruity Loops and shit. So we'd go to his house and we just like work on non-existent songs that are never going to come out ever and if you niggas ever find it I'm going to kill all you but yeah I don't think they even exist anymore because it's just so damn they're, they're, the files are gone now <laughs> niggas computers got viruses and shit and crashed and shit like that mm. but we do our very first actual song that we did that you guys can find still in our SoundCloud you just got to scroll all the way down it's called Filthy. And it was like the first song we were like actually on beat and we were satisfied with it. And it was over a damn Clams Casino beat. It was uh, the bass, bass one that he gave to Rocky. And like we thought it was on. Then we made this song called Walter. It was like my first produced song. Sound like some fucking dead ass. I was ripping off. Um, I don't know who I was ripping off, but I was ripping off somebody at the time. I know it because I never was original in my production like I am now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was cool. And then we made this song called Crispy Waffle. Literally, we had no, we, we like barred the fuck out of this song. Like our first bar heavy song. And we had no title for it because we didn't know what the fuck we were talking about. And then like Dylan was like, yo, bro, call that shit Crispy Waffle. And we were like, all right. <laughs> and then we like, we were just hopping on Twitter and shit. And we literally teased the song with a fuck little waffle pictures, like <laughs> nigga. <laughs> and nigga, Chrissy Waffle drop in five minutes. <laughs> she was dummy stupid. And people actually fuck with that song a lot. That was crazy. I was like, nigga, this shit ain't even like hitting hard. Yo, wild as hell. And then our first actual studio song was called That's Okay. And it's like the first song we were like, damn. We we really doing this shit now, and that was the first song we put out on streaming services for like a year. <laughs> Damn, I fuck with that. That's a sick story. 
And the funny thing about That's Okay is that the what you see, the Black Crow video, that's yeah. what we wanted to do for that song. We we wanted to go to the mountains and film in the snow for that for that song. But the How creative far are you guys from like the snow and shit. Not far. <laughs> what? That's crazy. It's like it's like a good twenty minute, thirty minute drive. What? Oh my god. <laughs> it, we literally we dead ass go up there like almost every other week. <laughs> Yeah, that's sick. You guys have nice, like, places and aesthetically pleasing visuals and shit. And I was like, damn, over here, we ain't got shit. We got dry-ass mountains. <laughs> yeah, nah, man. bro. But, like, we best believe some of this shit be dry as fuck out here. Most of this shit dry as fuck. We just know how to articulate it, I think. Bro, nah. To our nah, favor. Nah, 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 nah. Like, <laughs> Brian, Brian, bro. Like, <laughs> you can't tell me. But when I see in San Jose, it's not, like... It's not bland. It's, it's like low-key. It's dead ass like the inland empire. No, Brian. It's not the wave. We just have a bigger mountain. That's it. <laughs> Brian, it's not the wave. I'm telling you right now. It's really not. You, I, I don't know. Maybe because we're both like, we've been living in our areas for so long. It's just like, yeah, whatever. But <laughs> let me tell bro, the people here, they act like, they act like they're the end all be all. You can't tell me shit. I'm better than you. I wear this. I wear this. You check my belt. I got <laughs> this. I got that. Shout out to Bay Area Twitter. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's you, literally Bay Area Twitter is just them. At least they're being honest with themselves. This is what they actually <laughs> believe. But it's so gross out here. Nobody's original. Everyone hop like everyone dick rides SOB R, like RBE whatever. If you like them, that's cool. But that's Dude, all they know. They always when like you put them. out that video, or it's like this is how every Bay Area sound song sounds like. Nigga, <laughs> I was dead. <laughs> you were like bitch with a dick that with a bitch with a bitch because <laughs> that's what it is bro like and and what's funny is that E40 is still popular over here like he's still relevant and for good reason like he still goes in for some reason this man like E40 years old E40 be having like these dummy ass beats that had these the bass and the, the bass E40's beats are just fucking stupid like and his hooks are just hard like nigga I swear when that song fucking what song was that? It was a hood that, could, that it was a hook that went we beat it should said we beat to them but key beat to lock nigga that shit oh, was yeah, so yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My brother had like every E forty C D dead ass. This nigga this dropped man. like four albums in one week. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck? Honestly, bro, this man well, like, you know he's dropping songs. he's dropping like two more albums this month too. Yeah. What? This nigga we have like sixty songs recorded like one night. I'm like, nigga. This man won't be like, Ugh. there you go. Full song right there. <laughs> and not even dissing like not even dissing Brockhampton because I love them to the day I die but I'm like niggas thought like people think like Brockhampton puts on a lot of music at one time like nigga look at E40's career and just tell me like how does a nigga do that <laughs> this man has so many albums he has at least what 30 His albums 30 40 albums, like, <laughs> huh. I think he has like 30 something 30 40 damn your 40 yeah that's a lot of albums but yeah like over here it's just like it's so dry because, like, you see the same areas, the same people. Everyone's doing the same thing. But the thing is, people over here, they get trapped. They're, like, they're just cool with just staying here and, like, working the same jobs and just doing the same thing, meeting the same people. doing Like, it's just, like, there's so much more to life than that. You feel me? And, like, that's yeah. why I'm trying to move out, like, later this year after I graduate. I'm really trying to just dip and find yeah, something. I'm trying to go East? East? Yeah, I despise California. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I just don't like it here. And it's going to be funny if this shit comes back and haunts me one day. Like, if I'm, like, huge and shit. And someone's like, he said you don't fuck with California. I'm like, because it's hot. <laughs> I like winter. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I'm sorry, like California is tight, but like I just don't like living in California. <laughs> Damn. I guess it's cool. I think like, the thing California got going for it is six flags. <laughs> and and an upburger. That's about it. And that too. <laughs> I work there. That's funny. We're not gonna talk about my Damn. job right now. We're not gonna talk about my job right now. <laughs> Cause I might say something and end up getting fired and I'm not with that. So <laughs> we um we just gonna we just gonna move on. Um all right, so let's um let's talk about the two performances that you guys did for the note show and how did you feel about the crowd? Okay. <laughs> I like Okay, the crowd for Note Show Summer 2, that shit was lit as fuck. Even though I felt like I don't know, me and Dylan both have like, I don't know if me and Dylan got different views on it, but for me I thought my performance could have been better on both acts, but I'm still a growing artist, so that's going to improve in the future regardless. Mm. But in terms of crowd, the Nocho Summer 2 vibe was fucking lit as fuck. That shit was tight. The energy was fucking dope. I never caused a mosh pit in my life with one of my songs, and I seen that happen. That was shit, that shit was unreal, like or our song. And that shit was like unreal as fuck to us, because we were like, damn. This shit, we really opened a pit with a song that we made with the beat that I made that's making niggas want to sock somebody else. That's hit. That's hard as fuck. <laughs> like, that's crazy. And when people memorize, when people memorize a hood to Rari, we were like, what the fuck? <laughs> that's dope, huh? That's a safe feeling. The niggas is like, Rari 458. I was like, whoa, what the fuck? what? <laughs> Y'all know this? <laughs> and like, people will Snapchat me, like, will Snapchat me. He'd be out with his friends just blasting that shit. I'm like, damn, that song really, people really like that song. That's amazing. But yeah, and like the vibe for Chosen some more, I guess, I don't know, it was like wintry and people was having finals and shit. So like, I don't think people really had that same energy because niggas were stressing out over school and shit. <laughs> like, but the whole point was for you not to worry about school when you're there. That's the whole point. Yeah, but damn, school be, I be seeing niggas like school be fucking fucking people up. I'm like, damn, right. <laughs> niggas Fuck be school. stressed. Fuck school, 100%. That's how I feel. That's all. I feel like I feel like whatever Will does next is gonna be it's gonna be fucking immaculate. I feel like he's gonna be on some like Coachella shit in the future, dead ass. You think so? Yeah. Damn, I had some ideas for like a um something I could do at night. Obviously, like night is still small as fuck. Like I think about a hundred and something people know about it. Hundred people is not bad though. No, nah, um, it's not. I wanted to make like a night party, like a night party. It would just be called like night party and there it'd be like just featuring talents but i think i don't want yeah. I, I think i want to keep it to music though because um when it gets to like clothing and poetry and painting and all that it be, it, get, it, get, it becomes like a oh, i can't focus on all this at once like oh i want to focus on the artist but i also don't want to like you know discredit this people's like this person's work and that that just i don't know from my standpoint i probably shouldn't do that you know what I mean? Like, I focus with this. I think I'll just keep, like, the um, visuals and stuff to, like, the internet and stuff like that. And links and, you know, stuff like, I don't know. I just want to, I kind of just keep it with music. Because it gets, uh, it's a little complicated. It'd be like a night party or, like, a, a night talent show. And that's what I'd call it. But I think in the future, I want that thing to be, like, 
an actual big thing, like on some, uh, like on some uh, Rolling Loud type shit. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like talent show, we have a list of just like really talent, and I mean like talented people, not people who can just fucking. Do you want to fuck with a bit? Yeah. When they make a yeah. When they make a I mean, like people who actually sit down, construct a beat, have chord changes, have um, bridges. You know, people who actually can play an instrument, people who can actually spit, and and like actual artists. structure. Yeah, yeah. People who actually like take the time to be like, all right, I want this sound here. I want these. I want these chords to be more prominent in the song. I want that. You know what I mean? People who actually sat down and actually took the time to make, not someone who just downloaded a fucking tight beat off of YouTube, said some random shit about eating Zans out their asshole and then fucking <laughs> shit. I I don't know. That might seem a little biased, but that's just me. I don't know. That's just me now. I'm 17 years old, so maybe when I'm like 20 something, like you know, we should give the little we should give the little niggas a chance. I mean, how we get the trap rappers on this shit? I don't know. I'm weird. I highly don't nah, because I was like you yeah, at one point. I'm not. I'm saying it's like I'm like, like I'm like fucking older shit. I'm like only four years older than you, but right. Um, <laughs> I was like that once, and basically sometimes that shit. It that's like how I say it. It's like there's a balance to all this shit. Like you know, like every era has had trash rappers that popped. Like you can say. All right, but we had Chaos One, Chaos One, and I'm like, all right, but y'all also have Vanilla Ice. He <laughs> <laughs> wasn't a bummer rapper, but he didn't say shit. That nigga just said Ice, Ice, and y'all niggas like, well, this shit is lit. But like, honestly, it's like to each his own nowadays, and I feel like you need a balance, balance, because sometimes I don't want to be hearing like bar heavy shit that made me want to fucking die sometimes. Well, I'm not talking about just bar heavy shit. I'm just talking about like, or even just like actual, it. yeah. Like I don't want to like, like Bray. I don't want to just because you can you can yeah, make up you can make I a ordered that. It's, like, it's like I got to it's like I got to a point where I can just switch in between shit like easily like fluently. Like, I can go from like fucking like Flower Boys just straight to just fucking Lil Yachty or some shit like in a blink of an eye. I'm like, all right, fuck, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, my my the best example for someone who can make a quote unquote bar heavy song but also make it sound like a banger is Kendrick Lamar. That man's a good at yeah. He knows how to disguise a song as a fucking <laughs> as a lit song when he's actually talking about some shit like humble. That shit like the beat, simplistic. This man talks. This man goes, "I'm so sick and tired of the Photoshop. Show me something that what? What are you talking about?" <laughs> Shut up, Mike. Will made it. Michael made it past the stupidest eight oh eights to me right now. That's my honest opinion. Like, nigga, have you heard Bring It Back? That sh- with Trouble and Drake, that shit is... I haven't heard it yet. Deadly. That beat is deadly. <laughs> <laughs> like, the made of is just fucking make you want to just rob your own liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> make you want to steal your own PS4 that you just bought. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, it makes me want to return that shit, walk out the store, come back with the receipt, but hold the, hold the cashier at gunpoint. <laughs> just ask for it back. Hey, can I get this back? Weren't you just in here? Can I get this back? Let me get it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You put the gun down, though. Just... <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't fuck with me. Just get, bring it back. <laughs> run no shit, nigga. Run no cheeks, man. Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Nah, 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 nah. We ain't doing all that. Just take it damn PS4 back. Hey, Shouts hey. out. Not advised. Supporting the gays. 
Hey, it's 2018, man. We speaking of that. By the way, I'm actually a, a bisexual black man. Oh my god! You know god. what I mean? We out here. Yeah. I just came out on a podcast. Fuck all y'all. Hell yeah! Hey, everybody. He take he 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 like both. So he like both. So you, you can, can uh, you know what I mean? Highlight you your so boy. You I ain't no Kevin Abstract. I ain't no Frank Ocean. But damn. <laughs> Now you know Frank Ocean, but there's endless possibilities. <laughs> Get it? Because I said endless. He has a project called Endless. <laughs> That's a knee slapper. <laughs> You're something else. I really am. <laughs> uh, so, where you get your stage name from? <sighs> My stage name. It is a culmination of my love for mythological beings and just my overall spirit to just make people feel the way I felt when I heard Kid Cudi for the first time. <laughs> and basically, Juno is like a Roman goddess who was basically like a protector of the youth and shit. Damn. And I took that and as a way I'm like, okay, I feel like a protector of like the youth because mainly it's like mostly you i'm not even like trying to discredit older people because that shit that should be real it's fun for everybody but like mainly like the youth through like really really fucking like depression shit that's who like i rap for and i figured out like my brother it's actually my brother who told me like you don't gotta rap depression shit over like this these boom bap beats and shit like you can add variety to it and i was like huh because if you listen to black crow like really listen to my verse you're like yeah, are you fine <laughs> Bro, like, are you okay, bro? Like, because there's one part of the song you're like, "In the alive," and your vocals like overlay with each other. Damn, yeah. like this nigga hurting. This beat go hard as fuck though. This beat, this shit go dumb, but nigga, do you need help? <laughs> nigga, are you okay? <laughs> no comment. Yeah, like this beat, this beat hard, but are you okay? Jeez, jeez. It's like that. It's like I feel like I would, I, I want every single one of my songs. That me and Dylan make just to have like that Jay Z give, <laughs> like oh yeah, when whatever. he's like bumping his head, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when my verse comes on, everyone's like bumping their head, but like wait, like, they're just hesitant about it. <laughs> Isn't it good? Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> this shit lit, but damn, <laughs> call him one eight hundred headlines. Shots out that number. Are you? Are you, um, are you, fuck, what's the word? I'm drawing a blank. I sound retarded. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> uh, are you shocked at your progression as an artist from when you first started making music till now? Yes. Like, if my sophomore year self could see the nigga now that's making music, he will be fucking baffled. Because <laughs> one, even by the way that I look, because I literally never saw myself having dreads. And I'm like, what's up, nigga? I got dreads now. What up? <laughs> and, like, just looking like, damn, he really on this shit. Like, he really got better. He can really rap and he can really produce. And, like, he actually is getting recognition and shit. And it's like, whoa. Yeah, so if my sophomore self could look at me now, he'd probably be like, fuck. <laughs> literally just big. That's dope. 
it's nice to see like progression like when you look back at your very first you know single or like ep and you look at yourself progress it really is it's a trip it's fucking crazy you're like damn i really thought this shit was fire this shit mad no, i still have the because of my email i still have the google drive file for my very very first ep oh no i have dude i have my very first ep too saved this is so crazy. i just save it as a reminder so if i'm like famous one day i'm just gonna put it out for no reason but oh, like yeah, guys this is what this is where i was at <laughs> i'm gonna do it too the beats were so simplistic i was talking about some stupid shit i was just rhyming the rhyme just because like this shit didn't make no damn sense. i had this I have, I think I still have it too because I have I I made another project, and literally, fuck, who was that one guy that went on a killing spree? I think he killed like, fuck, who was his name? He was like a YouTuber, but he was vlogging about like how much girls hated him and shit like that. Oh yeah, that white dude. I remember that. Yeah, but yeah. I used like his voice as a fucking intro, and interlaced interlaced it throughout this project. What is wrong project. with you? Why? I don't know, nigga. <laughs> What I was doing on that fucking, I, I was fuck, I was stupid. Damn, you were madman, bro. That was my original rap name. <laughs> Dead ass. My original rap name was Madman, and Dilla's OG rap name was Schizo. No, 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 no. Kind of tight though. I fucked with that. Madman is Schizo. Yeah, it was Nigga, Schizo. My so cold. Bro, we was like, we thought we was on some shit. <laughs> this kid's on that, man. It's like a fucking, like one of them fucking, like a throw, throwaway Wu-Tang fucking <laughs> group. We got, we got, <laughs> we got Schizo and Mad Man. We got yeah, Old Dirty Bastard, <laughs> Method Man, Ghostface Killer, Schizo, Mad Man. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, we will fit in a Wu-Tang roster so fucking. That's just elephant. Oh my God. Y'all funny as fuck. I wish I went to high school with y'all. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, actually, yeah. Like, I think I'm the only one in my friend group that makes music. Oh, shit. Damn. That's wild. I mean, we're working we're working on, like, comedic skits. And other than, they didn't want to get into music, but they well, who goes to school? Justin, I don't know what Justin be doing. He'll never be saving his money because he always be spending his money on clothes. And Justin, if you hear this, you dumb bitch, get a job. Um, I don't know. Uh, I I started I started rapping. Okay, okay. I'm gonna tell you how I started get get this get get this is the story of how I even started making music. All right, all right. So freshman year, right? I had mm-hmm. GarageBand, and one day me and my friends are just outside after school, just being hooligans, and we're out here fake rapping and shit. You know, cat with a hat. The cat with the mat. Nigga, I'm in black. Nigga, you can't rap. And then they were like, oh, Jaden, you wrote up your next mixtape. I was like, give me like four weeks. And I went home. I was bored. Like, I was like, all right, let's actually try to make some music. And I made this like comedic mixtape, whatever. It was like eight tracks. You can't find it no more. I think my girlfriend has this the, a CD that's burned. It's like a, of the old instrumentals. She's, I think she has it. But you're not going to find that shit anywhere else ever. Like, the shit's gone. It was called Musty Crusty. And, like, the album cover was, like, a picture of my shoe. Like, one of my vans. That's all skated in. Because this is what I was, like, first starting skating. So, they're hella holy. All ripped and shit. So, Musty. And, like, the font. The font is so bad. Because I made the album art on my phone. This shit was ugly. I'm like, oh, no. There's still a music video on my YouTube channel. I'll send it to you later if you want to see. It's, like, the very first music video I ever fucking did. 
I'm down. I ever made. It is so bad. And I was rapping. It was so bad, but I released it. And what's funny is, like, the original title of the mixtape was, like, Ketchup Mustard. But I ended up making it just Musty Crusty. And I showed my <laughs> friends. And, like, the beats were, like, they were pretty fucking bad. But, they like, you can hear what I was going for. Like, the different sound. So, it was, yeah. like, that's fire. And, like, a lot of people were like, oh, this shit's kind of funny. People were fucking with it. But I was like, nah. Actually, let me... Let me actually take this shit serious. So then around sophomore year, when I went through, uh, that's, that was one of the worst years of my life, honestly. This, yeah. this is why I, I, I feel the whole depression thing, because that shit's that shit mad real. That shit's no joke. <laughs> that shit is no joke. So much happened that year. I can, I'll tell you, like, like off the podcast, because that's some, like, real personal shit. But, um, so a lot of things happened that year, and... I uh I started reading the dictionary. Mm-hmm. Just like I just want to expand my knowledge on words so I don't look like a fucking uneducated nigger to like these white folks because it's hard as hell out here. You know that. Yeah, it is. But, um, like dude dude just went got accepted got accepted to twenty colleges. Right, and, like, and they want to complain about it. About yeah, shit. I saw that. And they want to complain about it. That's crazy. Like I like that like, little boy win, like legit. That's something we can talk about on the Bleach Sun podcast because we all black, so we all know what that it, it's systematic racism is something that's so real and niggas really don't know about it. Like, and Kanye talked about it, and niggas was like, "That ain't real. That ain't crazy." And look at it now. <laughs> it, that's yeah, but um, uh, I was reading the dictionary, and I was in the J section because that's my first initial of my name, and I was like, "All right, let's see what's in J." And I found this word. It was called jubilant, uh. and it's like the definition was the feeling of. Um, a great triumph or joy, and during that time, be like all sophomore year, I was just depressed. That shit was sad. Like nobody understood like the hole that I was in, and I was like, I need some of that right now. I need some jubilance right now. So then I entitled my first mixtape Jubilant, and you can if you listen to like my 15 year old self, like the beats are like mediocre because at the time I was using my PS4 mic to record and like I was using my keyboard on my MacBook to make all the songs, but. Some of the beats are like okay, like they're they're all right. But if you listen closely to what I'm saying, like you'd be like, damn, like how old are you? <laughs> you're 15, and this is this is what you're thinking. Damn, I feel like when I first started rapping, I had a lot more thought into my emotions. I feel like now I'm kind of just, I don't know. During the time, like I was thinking of like a whole bunch of metaphors. And if I listen to them now, I'm like, damn, these metaphors are fucking. These are amazing. Yeah, I, I fully understand that because, like, you, yeah, you feel now, me though, right? Like, right, right now, I really have to fully tap into my emotions to like really write some shit. Yeah, but before yeah. I used to just do that shit on like like nothing, like in yeah, the bars yeah, I'll yeah. come up I with, thought, I thought like they one, bro. Like, like they'd be off beat, but I'd be reading the bars. I'm like, damn, nigga, you was barn the fuck out, right? Right. I thought I was the only one who felt that way. I was like, damn. Honestly, I feel like when I first started rapping, that shit was way better because I was like. I was serious about what I was saying, and this shit just kind of rolled off. Like you'd be saying, like, um, <laughs> what I say? I said, um, I said, like, it was like this is a stupid line, but it makes so much sense. And I literally wrote all my verses in like thirty minutes, twenty minutes. I said, "Nigga disappeared, got fucking black magic." That shit's crazy. Who who thinks of that? Like, bro, that's like some now. old two Wayne shit. Like, <laughs> like, no, nah, like when I first went, I was like, this shit sounds like this shit sounds corny. And I'm listening to it now. I'm like, this nigga said, "Nigga disappeared, got fucking black magic." That shit's fire. What? And I was like, fifteen. Like, 
but um then I released that then I worked on like a BEP in 2016 and at the same time I was working on the VEP I started working on Kid Blossom Road didn't release that until well just last year in August yeah. and now I'm working on my next EP a lot a lot's changed that's a whole nother story I'll talk to you about my music progression but since then like I feel like now I feel like now like yeah I, I got flow projections way better but it for some reason it takes me a little longer to tap into that bar up let me talk about my life what i'm going through right now and have like the metaphors be on point the shit sounds amazing and you're like damn like this nigga this nigga went off this nigga came in type shit. yeah I, I i i don't know when i bar up it's like they're okay like okay he's okay he's calling out okay like it's something you can bob your head to, but it's nothing like when I first started rapping. It's nothing. I feel that. Uh, my most prized, like, uh, I think my most, my favorable songs, in my opinion, would probably be, like, Psycho Water. Psycho yeah, Water. that shit goes hard life. <laughs> when I perform, yeah, thanks, man. When I perform that shit live... When I had like the little um the little short film to go along with my live performance, I was mm-hmm. like, I feel like God up here. It's just beautiful. And I know it's beautiful because I keep I see people in the crowd like, oh my God. Like some people cried to it. I was like, why the fuck am I crying? That's <laughs> not damn, like it just it just feels good to know that I made something, I put it out for the world, and people like actually like fuck with it. Like I think um shout out to Mally. She bought a she bought Psycho Water for like a dollar twenty nine on Bandcamp. That shit made me so happy. That was the first time someone actually purchased my music. I was like, damn, like they really fucked with it like that. The mix on that song is terrible, but <laughs> but she bought the song. I was like, damn, I'm doing something right. Psycho Water is beautiful because that song that song actually took me a year to make. It sounds really simplistic, but that's like the like the tenth version of the song. Yeah, I feel that. There's some um there's some old live streams of me on Periscope when I was playing the song for like the first time like a year ago, and it was sound it sounds like nothing, how it sounds today. Cause I just have to keep going back. I'm like, no, nah, this fits better, this fits better. And literally like the the like a day before the release of Kid Blossom, I had to add on something else. Add on like some chimes or some shit, and it just she was perfect. She was perfect. Yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to like do visuals for live performances because I have like literally just ideas sitting in my phone of just visuals that I want to play during like a performance me and doing do that just look hard as fuck to me because like I feel like for our next performance we I want to give people like we both want to give people like experience like an experience that are like fuck like we set the tone for this shit because Dylan has this idea like we want to we want to like finish the album our brief set album mm-hmm. which is called Digital Vintage and that's all you niggas are gonna know <laughs> so like okay uh oh we want to, like, drop it, but, like, we want to have this party for it, but, like, the party we're trying to have, we want to, like, make other niggas that come to to this party, like, say, like, ah, nigga, that, y'all niggas party is trash, and then you trying to go to the bleach party, nigga. Like, that's uh, how we try to have it. I, I kind of I kinda feel you on where you're going. You don't need to say nothing else, but came, I, I, got, I got what you're saying. Because, like, it came out of our first projection for, like, going to these parties, and, like, Dylan would just be like fucking mad as shit, and I'd be mad as fuck. Like these shit, the parties is trash, nigga. Like niggas just come here just to escape. Like niggas not come here to experience shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so we want to make want like if you're coming to a party, like we want to make niggas like say like, damn, we're going to 
Caesar shit. Not just try to pick up a girl. Like you trying to throw Caesar shit. Yeah, I've, I've like, never. Gonna get... I've never been to an actual party. I've been invited to parties. I just I don't fuck with people, dog. Because out here, dude, out here in the Bay Area, niggas are sus. Like they're actual sus. I have to keep my distance, and I stay to myself. No, that's the same in the IE too. Niggas are sus in the IE. Bro, like. <laughs> Deadass, I don't know people, but they'll know me. It's crazy. They'll know me from, like, social media, the weird shit I do. Like, <laughs> like they'll know me for, like, the weird stuff I do, and they'll know me for the music. I think the 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 time where I actually performed Soccer Water Live at school for, like, the male pageant ever was when people were actually like, damn, like, this nigga, like, this nigga's crazy. This man actually, like, makes music. I'm like, I didn't know you make music. I'm like, yeah, if you fucking talk to me, niggas don't talk to me. They just think I'm weird. Yeah. Yeah, nigga, yeah I am weird. But if you actually sat down and talked to me, you'd be like, damn, this is a smart-ass little kid. It's tall-ass, lengthy, fucking awkward-looking. <laughs> you know? I don't know. It's a, it's a love-hate relationship because a lot of people know me, but they don't know me. Yeah, I feel that. Uh, I, just had this, I just had this vision of just creating because I'm not even in it for fame and whatnot i'm really just in it to make stuff that's really all i want to do that's all i've been doing since i was like three is just making things that look cool to me that's all i've ever wanted to do dude like that's all i ever want to do i don't want to work for nobody else and be miserable like working at a burger spot or like yeah 16 hours i'm like dead ass i'm tired of having bosses (laughs) it's not the wave dog it's really not it's not the way to have a boss nowadays bro like, that shit doesn't even sound right to me. Like, oh, yeah, this is my boss. Like, yeah, this nigga has control over certain parts of my life. Right. It's depressing. It's depressing. Like, two months ago, I don't know what happened, but I was I was done taking somebody's order, and I stepped back and I looked around me, and I was like, damn, I'm hella sad right now. And I was like, this cannot be people's lives. Because I know some people who are working at my job, and they've been working there for like 10 years. 10 yeah, years, bro. bro. A decade? And you're still here? Why? You can do so much more. This shit is sad. I don't get that. Then they try to make you feel comfortable and this shit. Like, nah, that shit's not comfortable. Don't try to sway me. Nigga. Yeah, they'll be like, they'll be like, feel right. I'll be walking in like 9 30 in the morning. Welcome home. Don't fucking don't say that shit. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare say that. That's not my home. <laughs> like, I, some of them, some of my coworkers are, are cool and they're our family like that. Like, I'm tight with them because I don't know. I've, some people are on the same level I'm on who actually like creating things. So I became friends with them. But others, I'm just kind of like, you're an associate. We work together. That's, <laughs> that's all it is. Because that is not my home. And that shit, I had to step back. And I knew, like, I've known since however old I was that I never wanted to just work with who I just wanted to create and just have people lift me up and, you know, fuck with what I want to do. That's all I ever wanted to do. But I really stepped back and I looked at it from, like, I'm not, dude, it was crazy. I was like, damn, this is this is not my life. I can't do this. I really can't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna settle for it either, dude. If I gotta be bum for a cool minute, I'm gonna have to because that shit's better than like my sanity or my like my happiness. I can't sacrifice that. I'm sorry. Like, fuck people trying to say like, oh, money is like, but you're getting money. Like, yeah, I'm getting money, but damn, I'm not happy. <laughs> like, right? Money doesn't bring happiness. Money. That shit. What the fuck? <laughs> it's a piece of paper. Literally, like, the world revolves around this piece of paper because we give it value. This shit has no value. Why the fuck? Why do we have to pay for water? What the what? How does that make any sense? (laughs) None of us, none of us owns any land. None of us own, like, (laughs) none of us own water. But we got water companies charging us for water. That's like a universal solvent that we need to survive. 
What are you gonna pay for it? Right. What? That shit was stupid. That's retarded to me. Another thing too, like I can get fired from my job for giving like someone like a free fry or something. So it's like if we have a homeless starving man, we can't give him like a two dollar fry because we be losing money out of business. You know what I mean? Yeah, because two dollars gonna hurt in and out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Million damn near billion dollar company. What? Okay. But you know that's that's whatever. Those are the rules, I guess. It's funny how, like, a lot of these businesses perceive themselves to be, like, holy, and we were trying to help people, but if I try to give a fry to a starving homeless man with no food, I'm going to lose my job because the two the $2.07 fry that I gave out is hurting the business. Okay. But I get it, though. Like, if one person gets it, that means everybody gets it, you know? Like, everyone's going to be like, okay, you got a free fry. How come I get a free fry? And, you know, that just causes, like, a chain reaction. So I get that, too, but it's like, come on, bro. Like, let's be let's be some, like, Let's be some people for a little bit. Just a little bit. Let's actually be humans. Yeah. And actually look out for one another and stop worrying about fucking money. I don't know. I'm just awesome shit. <laughs> I I'm I'm really toned down right now because this is a podcast. But yeah. in all actuality, like if Dylan told me and Dylan were talking one day, he was like, if you talk to if you talk to Brian about school, because we were talking about school for a little bit, like how like the school system's terrible. He's like, you and Brian would talk for hours about school. I'm like, I bet we would, because I have a lot of things to say about school. Nigga, fuck school, nigga. <laughs> but like, we, I'm, I look, I dead, I want to change that shit, because school is such a fucking, like, assembly line nowadays. Like, the only time I was actually excited to go to school was in fucking kindergarten. Right. And that's because that's when you were the most, the most free. And I feel like once you start growing up, it's like this whole stigma of growing up that you actually have to, like, settle. And you're taught to be free as a child. But the more you grow, like, the less you're taught to be free. That's the other part about it. That's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. That's Yeah, I've noticed that, too. What I it's like, about- like, for, like, the first four years, like, all right, dude, you can do anything you want. And then you get to, like, this these years, you're like, oh, yo, don't do that. I'm like, why not? <laughs> Just like, yeah. Like, when you were younger, like, you guys can be the president. You can be... Uh, a, um, a spaceman, you can be a space woman, you an astronaut, you know what I mean? Like, you can be a firefighter, this and that. And then as you get older, they start like giving you barriers and like, oh, yeah, you can be a warehouse worker, like, nigga, what the? You can do <laughs> this. Oh, we have to give you a bunch of obstacles to do this. Like, why do I have to go to a community college to be a music artist? Why can't I just go to a music school? Well, because, you know, a degree will help you better. What, what if this plan doesn't work? Why would I focus on other plans when? The plan that I want to stick to is the plan I want to stick to. Like, how am I gonna, how am I not gonna hone in on my craft on one thing I want to do? And you give me a fucking essay and making me do fucking fractions and shit, nigga. What fuck fractions? <laughs> used to that shit so is bad. dumb, bro. Like it's school bad. is just dumb. Like I wanted, like it needs to be like, uh, shit. Excuse me. Like the, the for niggas want to people need to go to school for shit they want to go to school for, but like it has to be like on high school level shit too. Like it can't just be like only for Yeah, college. why we gotta wait four years? If some people know what they want to do, why do we have to wait until after they graduate for them to have the option? That's so stupid. Like she needs to get divided. Like every like all twelve years should be like focused on every like the first four years should be like beginner level. The like middle school years could be like intermediate and then like high school could be like the hardest shit and then like because you notice like when you're younger a lot of kids know what they want already like some kids yeah. want to be in a science some kids wanted to do like mathematics some kids want to do art you know what i mean like you look like you, you got schools like you want to be a scientist nigga here's a science division 
It's so it's so clear. Like, think about it. Kids actually know what they want. Like, kids will say like some sometimes it looks like kids just say whatever they want because you know I want that, I want that. Kids want everything, but when it gets to like what they actually want to do, <laughs> they know for a fact what they want to do because you know they're naive and young. But as you get older and they start feeding you these thoughts, you start questioning like, what do I want to do? You know what I mean? Like that has kids like the drunk people without the alcohol. <laughs> you said what? I said kids are like drunk as fuck, which is without the alcohol. <laughs> Damn. People without alcohol. Yeah. It's, I don't know, man. It just, oh, I got, I got a story. This was after the peace that it was sophomore year. So you already know I'm depressed as fuck. Um, mm-hmm. The vice president at the time for, um, I mean, not vice president, uh, vice principal at the time came up to me and my friends after the piece at, and I'm sitting, I'm like looking at the concrete. I'm sad because I'm like, damn, that was a waste of time. We spent four hours on this stupid ass test. I fucking hate school. And me and my friends are eating this ugly ass, nasty ass lunch, bro. Fucking school lunch is terrible too. Fucking, um, <laughs> we have like these little crappy ass lines that we have to go to and like it looks like a prison. It looks like a prison on the inside. Yeah. There's like a little uh screen where you can go buy your food and like they'll put, they'll put up like notes and stuff of what they're serving today. They had the nerve to put up a poster that said cheese pizza. I got that shit back. Oof. It was literally, it was like garlic bread, but the shape of garlic bread with some cheese on it. I said, oh, fuck no. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. That's how you know, like, <laughs> that's how you know school is just not the wave. But anyway, um, so I'm I'm staring at the concrete. This is after peace out. I'm tired. I'm I'm sad. I don't want to be on a planet anymore. And the vice principal comes up and is like, hi, guys. How was the peace at? And we all looked at her, right? I just kind of <laughs> shook my head. She's like, okay, I have a few questions. Like, how do you guys feel about school? What's going on? This and that. And then I looked around. None, about, no, like, none of my friends were saying anything. I looked at her and I was like, look. I said, I'm sad. I don't want to be here anymore. The peace out was terrible. I don't want to be on this planet anymore. Like, I'm so sad. Like, there's things that are going on at home. I just, I can't, you know, I, I just, I can't, I can't, I can't do it anymore. And she looked at me, she goes, mm-hmm, yeah, okay, well, thanks for that. I'll talk to you guys later. You guys have a good one. Like, she got, like, a crawl on her walkie-talkie, and then she walked away. And I looked at my friend Kula, I was like, bro, don't t- tell me you saw that. Tell me you just, I told her, like, I'm having issues, and she just up and dipped. I'm like, what's cool? And I, I <laughs> and you can hear it in Jubilant, like, the song Jubilant, and um, I think something smoke funny from the jubilant tape when i'm talking about like like school and shit i was so passionate about school the sister was so fucked i'm like this is why dude this is why a kid will go home and like do a whole bunch of fucked up shit to him like you know this is this is why this is why like they ask to get like help and they reach out and these fucking adults they don't they don't listen niggas do not listen and then they're confused when something happens he was such a happy kid he was so this and that and you know the kids can't speak up themselves because they're not there anymore so it's like it's redundant. It pisses me off. I'd never. Yeah. I'd never. I. I. Nah. Around sophomore year, freshman year, I was like, "Fuck school." I mean, I already didn't like it, but that just that just goes to that just goes to show that they really don't care. They really don't. It's rare that you'll find like teachers that do care. That shit was bad. That's she based really... on my history teachers. <laughs> huh? That's based on my history teachers and English teachers. It was insane. The niggas. But you know, Tyler's always there for me. <laughs> this nigga's yeah. never met me before in my life. Why is it like one day I blow up here this shit? He's gonna think I'm corny as fuck. He's gonna beat my ass. <laughs> he's gonna be like, who the fuck is this nigga? But he's uh I got into him around the wolf era, like same as y'all, like 
that was I was fourteen, and I knew about him. Before. Okay, actually, I'm not I'm not trying to be that guy, but I was on Tyler in the bastard days oh. because of my brother. Dead ass. Yeah, he played me. Um, he played me French one day, and I was like eighth. I was like seventh grade. And I was in his car, and he played the song French, and I was like, "What the fuck was that? That sounds like everything that I have in, on my inside of my head right now." <laughs> I was getting bullied a lot in school, so I was like, when Tyler came on, and I was like, wait a minute, why does he sound like me? And then, why does he sound like my conscience just crawled out and just went into my fucking CD player? It was like, hey. <laughs> That's crazy. And then he played me, um, remember the Radical mixtape? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, he played yeah. Me, he played me Splatter, and I was like, I need to listen to them now. Who are they? <laughs> Damn. And then, when I first heard Earl, which is like my favorite rapper of all time, when he, when he played um, Blade... Bruh, I lost it. I was like, bruh, bruh. Yeah. When you first, like, go into, like, the discography of our teacher, that's, like, a nostalgia that she'll never find. Bro, the nostalgia is so fucking unreal when you go into that shit. Like, once you go back to, like, listen to them, like, damn, this shit was, like, they were on something, for real. Bruh, like, I have, there's literally memories I keep keying to those, every song, most of, most of the songs in the discography. When like, I... Uh, yeah, uh, when I first got into them, like, I, I watched Lord of Squad, and I knew about them, you know, because they're always on Adult Swim. I shouldn't have been watching. I was, like, 12, 11. <laughs> and, yeah, I, I knew of, I knew of them, but the Yonkers video scared me when I was, like, 11, like, 10 or 11. I was like, oh, I don't fuck with this. Like, this shit actually scares me. So, I'm like, 20, oh, I love that shit. late 2013, early 2014, I was, like, eighth grade, I think. I started actually, like, listening to them. Um, I was, like, 13, and... I was on Instagram and someone uploaded a clip of like the IFHY video. I was like, this shit looks mm-hmm. beautiful. Like this man got a fucking fat ass face. He looks like a doll. It's like, this shit's weird, but I like weird shit. I like making weird things. So I was like, damn, this is crazy. And one of my friends was like, yo, you should listen to our future. He's like, you listen to Tyler Creator? I was like, no, he's like, you should listen to his Wolf album. And at the time I was listening to like pop radio. Cause that's all I fucking had. Like, I think, like, uh, Click from Kanye West came out. And fucking, I was listening to, like, <laughs> I Don't Like by Chief Keef. It was, like, ugly, like... Just, Classics. <laughs> just crazy shit, right? And I also liked... I don't know. I liked a lot of pop music at the time, but it wasn't, like, the same regurgitated ugly pop music. It was, like, some... What's his name? Andrew... Andrew, what the fuck is his name? I forgot his name. Uh, what's that one song? I got my hands in my pockets, kicking these rocks. It's kind of hard to watch this life go by. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> but I find it. Um, but I was listening to still like that, like things that sounded pretty. But you know, being a black kid, everyone got something to say. Well, how come you're not listening to rap? Why are you still this white shit? You know, Bruh, that shit pissed me I off. I can't tell you. That shit used to irritate Anytime me. Anytime this happened to me, that shit used to irritate me. I'm like, why can't I just listen to the music? That shit. <laughs> so then, because I, I, all right, go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> So then, like, when I got put on Wolf, I had, like, an iTunes gift card. I never, mind you, like, I've only listened to, like, Yonkers because I saw the video. And I, like, I just knew of him from Boulder Squad. I had an iTunes gift card. This is how my, my iPod touch. And I bought the album. Like, didn't listen to one track. I bought the album. I pressed, like, the intro, Wolf. And I was like, what the fuck is this? This man, <laughs> this man has piano chords. And he's going... You fucking fag! I was like, "What? <laughs> what is this?" Then Jamba comes. Dun, that dun, fucking eight oh eight. That slap. Dun, that fucking eight oh eight slap on that slap. Oh my god! I was like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" And he had a owning sample in the background. Ugh. I remember <laughs> the day Wolf <laughs> dropped. 
like my brother went. I was at school, and like my brother went and got his deluxe copy, and he gave me he got me the regular one, cause you know fuck me. But I was still grateful, <laughs> cause it, the deluxe copy sold out so quickly. But he got me the regular one and brought it home to me, and like I was so happy, cause I was like, oh my god, this is a new Tyler album, <laughs> and like I played it, and going from Goblin to that, I was so fucking shook. I was like, he's doing it, <laughs> he's he's unlocking his for real. <laughs> Dude, every song is like it, it takes me to like a certain time of my life. That was when I was in Dude, eighth grade. When I when I first heard "Lone," nigga, I cried. I did. I cried because it that song hit me so close. Because literally, my grandfather died literally the same way that he talked about his grandmother dying in that song. Fuck. So every detail he was saying, like being in the hospital, how awkward it was, nigga. I literally went through that shit, and I was like, and when he when I heard it, when it went off, nigga, I was crying. I was like, fuck, right. You know, I think there was another song, like, where he's actually rapping about his grandma in a different way. Like, it was unreleased. It got leaked. Like, the album got leaked beforehand. But then mm-hmm. we can't find that original song anywhere. Like, there's another song about his grandma that was originally supposed to be for a wolf. Or, I mean, Lone. It was called, like, Jambalaya or something. I don't, rem- I don't know, because my friend, my friend Justin was like, I remember when they released it, or someone leaked it, and that song was on there. It was a different song, but we can't find it anymore. And I was like, fuck. I was searching for it, but I can't find it. Um, I think what made me cry was uh, how he was kind of like saying, "You can do this. You can be like something. Like you don't have to do whatever." Yeah, else. like that's what Dude, got me. He went on this. He went on this rant at the carnival, nigga. That shit changed my life. <laughs> Cause I was like, I was everything like, I don't have. I'm like, I'm not trying to work the rest of my life in these dumbass jobs. And Tyler was like, "Bro, you can do this shit, nigga. You probably do this shit better than me." And like, and I met him one day, like in person, when he was at the the oil store, like when the oil store was still open. Like, I randomly, we randomly, we went down there one day, and, like, we were on Fairfax, and that nigga was at the store, and, and like, I fucking was shook. <laughs> and that nigga was like, what's up, nigga? And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I'm over awkward and shit. And, like, Tyler had this thing where he never smiled with pictures, because he fucking hates pictures. And I took one picture, and that nigga was, like, cheesing like a motherfucker. And I was like, I don't ever want another picture from you. It's done. I don't, I'm, I'm good. That's <laughs> fire. That's crazy. Yeah, he really, he really like touched me because not only because you, he said you can do whatever you want, he was like specifically targeting black kids. He was like, let these little kids, like let these little black boys know that you can like be into different shit. And like yeah. Rusty was that song for me, but the song that made me cry was uh, the transition from Colossus into Party Isn't Over. That shit is <laughs> so tight. That is honestly by far one of the best transitions I've ever heard in my life. When he goes from, just, when just, say, goes, just take this fucking picture and it's like, doom. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like pants that doom, I like doom, words like, I got your pants on my wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With a mouth cut out and people <laughs> cuts on my balls because your dick's on my jaw. And he goes, all right, just take this fucking picture, man. Shit. Boom, boom, boom. Like, that whole, that whole, like, crazy fan thing was literally, like, in my head. Like, if I met him at that time, I'd have been like, yo, like. You, you mean so much more to me than you think. Like, you changed so much about my mind state. Like, you made me feel comfortable. Like, it's not like I wasn't already comfortable with myself. It was just like he made me even more like, damn, like, okay. <sighs> like, you can take a breath. You feel me? Like, all right. There's more, yeah, that's how, there's that's more kinda, out there. It was like, Tyler did that for me, and Kanye did that for me. But it was more so, oh, that's still the deal. Where I was like, I can make something beautiful out of, like, this fucking suffering as edgy as that sounds but i really can't <laughs> like i'm telling you when i don't like shit drop nigga i was really gonna blow my brains out 
and the album dropped literally the following week, and I saw the notification, and I was like, what the fuck? He says Earl Presser dropping an album this Monday, and I was like, huh? <laughs> and then, like, I go to school the next day, and, like, the video for Grief dropped, and nigga, I swear, I was just sitting in my class. I was like, mm-mm. There's no way this nigga knows what's going on, and he was just... It just set off some shit, and I was like, all right, bet. If he can rap like that, I'm gonna rap like that. I'm gonna rap about all this shit. Right. <laughs> like, niggas gonna know. <laughs> just like... This man, Earl Sweatshirt, crazy as fuck, too. Like, I bought Doris, too. I bought Doris, like, right after Wolf. I bought Doris, and I listened to all of Odd Future's discography. I know all the songs. You know, <laughs> I know everything, because, you know, you all know that once you get on yeah. Future, you get into every single thing, every yeah. song, everything. Just, just shout, out, shout out the whole 2011, 2013 era of, like, OF, because, like, that shit was fucking iconic. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like y'all, Flyboy fans can never <laughs> right. Like Trash Wang, they will never fuck with that song. <laughs> Trash Wang, <laughs> bitch suck dick, radicals, it's over. <laughs> but even on that, seeing where he's at one now with Flyboy and just seeing where he was at, it's like, damn, this nigga really did what he said he was gonna do. <laughs> right. I used to watch all the interviews. I still watch the interviews to this day, like even old school interviews. I'm still like, I still need some of that. You used to watch that fucking, um, what's that one? He's playing like, uh, it's like a black and white interview. But he's oh, yeah. playing the piano, piano and shit. right? Yep. yep. That's my shit. When he's, when he's actually serious. That, yeah. That, that one's sick. But uh, when I saw him for the first time, okay, I knew I was going to see him one day. I just don't know how long it was going to take. When I was like 14, I was like, I got to see this man live. I got to meet him. I got I, I to gotta see him live. And I literally like spoke it into existence one day, me and my friend. I know this was uh, this was last year. This was in October when I went to go see him for the first time. I was like, he's going to be my first concert ever. I don't care about anything. I don't care about Kendrick. I don't care about this man has to be the first one. He has to. And I was like, I asked my mom, like, mom, can I go? She's like, it's on Halloween. It's on a weekday. <laughs> Are you crazy? And it's San Francisco. You know, niggas this weekend in San Francisco. I'm like, please, mom, just, just let nigga go. We got our tickets hella late because my friend Justin, he was lagging. She was like 90 bucks, but the shit was worth it. We went down there. And I remember waiting in line for like four hours. We got inside. And I have the video of like when he came out and like, I was like, damn, this nigga really in front of me. Like, I was, I was shocked. I was so shocked. I was like, my idol was standing in front of me. It's, a, was it's like a tribute. It's a tribute moment when you like really see in the artist you've been standing for like a while. You're just like, wow, you really, you you're actually real. Yeah, you're an actual person, and he was hella cool like, too. Bro, when I saw Vince live, nigga, I swear it was ridiculous. I was like, I forgot Vince was real for like two seconds, and he just came out, and I was like, oh shit, you're actually real. Right, yeah, like when Taco said, when Taco came out with his set, he pointed me out because like I was like the only black kid. It was like fucking. It was like me. Justin and a couple other niggas, but other than that, it was like the whole crowd was just white kids. It's like that shit is ugly. <laughs> but Taco saw me jump into like one of the songs. He I think he was playing a Kanye West. Oh yeah, yeah. Nah, 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 nah. I was jumping up hella high, and this nigga Taco pointed at me. He's like, "Okay, I see you." It's like, "This a good Taco." Looked at me. <laughs> and then Jasper was out there. He was weird ass. And then when Tyler came out, that shit was amazing. Because he came out to Where There's Flower Blooms, and that's, like, my favorite song off of Flower Boy. Because <laughs> when, when I first, I actually I actually got the leaked version of the album. It's, it's the same. It's the same. And I, I did, too. And I Yeah, I did. I listened to <laughs> when it. When I ain't go front, I played yeah, that shit I, literally the first minute I got it. Well, I didn't play it first. My brother actually fucking played it for me. Because I went in my room, and he's like, 
you know, we, you have to leak, right? And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I downloaded it. And I was like, why? And he just started playing forward, and I was like, oh, I don't want to hear this. And then he started rapping, and I heard the chords, and I heard the drums. I was like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I had to listen to it. I couldn't wait. Like, I, I downloaded each song individually, and I put the songs in the order of the actual list, and I had to add the album cover myself, and I, like, put this shit on my phone. And I remember, like, <laughs> listening to, like, the lyrics and just kind of, like, being like, well, what the fuck's going on? Like, this thing coming out? What? He was like, um, <laughs> he was like, shout out to the girls I led on. I was like, led on? Bro, what's going on? And then when Where This Flower Blooms came on, and, like, I hear, like, the, the strings, and then this one line made me, I was bawling when he was like, tell these black kids they can be who they are, dye your hair blue, shit, I'll do it too, look. And I was like, oh, my fucking God, that shit had me in yeah. tears. That shit made me cry, because he did that thing again where he pulls your heartstring, and it pulled, like, my 13-year-old heartstring again. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I remember hearing Ford for the first time, and Ford was just like, that's my favorite song on the album. Like, it's so simple, but, like, when, like, he just starts rapping and shit, and then, like, Rex comes in with the hook, or just the, wherever the course is, <gasps> and just, like, it bodies my shit. <laughs> but my nigga said, I'm gone and I'm finished. I ain't seen my, my friends, friends in a minute. minute. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, when, when people started tweaking, when, like, Haji and them started tweaking out for no damn reason, and he still invited him to the carnival, I was like, mm, that's some fuck shit. That's some weird shit. I don't fuck with that. And then he came out with uh, I Ain't Got Time. I knew who that was at. I knew who it was at. He, he really snapped on I Ain't Got Time. That shit was fire. That shit was fucking hilarious. And then I knew he was going to collab with ASAP Rocky. When he dropped the video for that, I was like, it's fire. And 911 is well, fucking amazing, too. I really hope he has a fucking beat on Rocky's album. <laughs> like, dead ass. Yeah, I hope he does, too. And then he could just drop Oprah, like, what, last week? Yeah. <laughs> Two weeks was it last week? I think it was last week, right? Yeah, that shit was crazy too. I was like, this nigga just don't stop. <laughs> this nigga is a throwaway song. Shut your dumb ass. I fucking hate him sometimes. <laughs> I hate him sometimes. Like you're a dick for no reason. <laughs> that shit was beautiful though. Fireboy is beautiful. Like after I was done listening to it, I don't know what the fuck I just heard. I was like, so this man has a boyfriend now. He was shooting <laughs> girls on. Oh, it was no more a thing. Like, I knew Oaf wasn't a thing, but he really, like, made it clear, like, look, like, them niggas is fake. And I was like, oh, shit. And then the ending, the ending with the um, Enjoy Right Now Today, that shit makes me, like, yeah. so happy. Because it's like, I love the title, and I love the album cover mix with the, the song. It just, it's so beautifully constructed, and he doesn't get a lot of credit for it, to be honest. He really doesn't get a lot of credit for production. But I hate the people who just, like, all of a sudden started getting into him, and all they know is... Flowerboard, but they don't want to respect like the craft. I mean, granted, like they don't have to. It's just kind of like I don't know. They don't appreciate like the wolf. They're like, Ooh, wolf was trash. I'm like, Brett, what? Nigga, wolf was a classic to me. That to shit, that day. shit, that shit makes me. Aff- I get offended. I know it's like not that serious, but I get offended. I'm like, what you mean, wolf was trash? I was like, this is really <laughs> like the building blocks to Flowerboy. Bad been for wolf, nigga. What? Got <laughs> my face. Cherry bomb came out my sophomore year too. The was... cherry bomb. When I first heard Death Camp, I was so happy. Damn, yeah, wait. that was crazy. Because it's it's not like he fully tapped into his NERD shit, and I was like, Yeah, he did it. He did it. Sounded like lap dance. And I was like, Bro, if there was a song I needed to see live, it was Death Camp, and I saw it live, and the guy, I was not disappointed. I'm mad. Oh, and I like how I like another thing. I like 
this is what I want to do as an artist too. Like I like when artists do alternate versions of their songs. Right. Lives. Yeah, I want to do that too. Because only you can be there. You only you have to be there to know it. Because Death Camp, when he did it, the alternate version, which he just started with him clapping. Right. That's crazy. And then you just hear like the bass of the guitar come in. It's like do 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 do, but you don't hear like that. And it's like oh shit. And then it, and then it cuts and just everyone's just clapping just. And the fucking dopest part is, is the damn background is the nigga riding the horse. <laughs> shit's crazy. That shit was hard. I didn't get that from my concert. Like I got I got Death Camp, but I didn't get like the Cherry Bomb era when like his his sets were crazy on that. I didn't get that yeah. one. I I released some plastic set, but you know I appreciate either way. I was like this shit's amazing. Like the alternate version of like nine one one was crazy. He played he played he played Tamale. That's my favorite like crazy song for Dog Tamale goes up live. <laughs> That's so hard. He forgot the lyrics for a little bit, so we just rapped it for him. <laughs> <laughs> that's just fire. He played, um, he didn't play Yonkers because I know he's tired of that shit, but he didn't play it at mine. He played, um, 911, um, Find Some Time. Uh, was it Find Some Time? Boredom. <laughs> Boredom. Sorry, I'm fucking retarded. I was like, Find Some Time. <laughs> yeah, he played Boredom. He played 911. He played, um, Forward, World of Fire, Wounds was the intro, Death Camp, 48. 48 is one of my favorite songs from Wolf. There's so many songs from Wolf, man. Oh my God. 48 had me playing too. <laughs> the Wolf documentary, classic as fuck. That was classic. <laughs> Cherry Bomb was cool, but Wolf was a classic. That was amazing. Because it was like the. I used like- to watch. Bro, I used to watch World Dragon like every fucking day. I'd literally put that shit on when I woke up in the morning to just get motivated and make music and shit. It's crazy. It, he, uh, really just in the morning? <laughs> yeah, nigga, I'd be like, I put that shit on just as like, I'm like, man, I'm fucking making a beat. I put that shit on. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, I'm gonna make a beat now. <laughs> nah, man, I feel it though. He's my biggest inspiration by far. Biggest. I just hate like, I just hate the way I can compare to him too much, like way too much though. When I was um in middle school, like before I even started listening to him, I used to I my fit was I wear cut shorts, long knee socks, and I wear like Converse, and that's how I wore my fit. And like a bunch of eighth graders came up to me and they're like, You know this little nigga remind me of motherfucking um uh Tyler the Creator and all of a <laughs> laughing at me. I was like, Who the fuck is that? Like, she used to piss me off. I was like, Who the fuck is that? And then I actually got to know him. I was like, I don't understand how I look anywhere like this nigga right and as i got older like i started like dressing myself differently but like because i in middle school i all we could wear was black white and gray when i got to high school i love mm. I, I love colors so every any nigga who just wears colors all, all of a sudden just entirely crazy that shit used to piss me off so yeah. growing up like like high school i was just like always compared i still get compared to him till today it just it's an endless cycle i don't even <laughs> i don't even know anymore like this shit, niggas just be saying shit because they always want to compare something to something else. All right. Like I haven't heard it like three thousand. If I had a dollar for every time I've heard that, I probably have like a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> probably, or at least a good fifty. Nigga, I got two root canals today, and that shit hurt. <laughs> I, dude, that's crazy. You talking about that? Because I was, I'm dead ass trying to get my my cavity filled. I've had, I've had this cavity for like a couple of years. It's bad. And then, like, I'm getting, I'm getting four wisdom teeth pulled oh, in two no. days. <laughs> four of them. Rest in peace. They said, "Do you want to do them one at a time?" Then they just do, just do all of them. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm trying to come back here. <laughs> just like, That's bad. Your your face is gonna be so fucking sore. That's bad. 
But it's worth it just yeah. to get rid. It's like it's better just to get rid of it than have to make multiple trips. Yeah, that's why I was like, just get rid of them. Get fuck them all. Get rid of them now. <laughs> Damn, I'm not ready for that. I'm really not. That's not the wave. I'm not trying to go through with that. <laughs> Damn. Then I gotta get braces after. That's the funny part. <laughs> you gotta get braces. All right. Damn crooked nigga. <laughs> oh. oh shit. I don't, I don't. I don't think I've ever seen your teeth. No homo. Yeah, I don't open my mouth enough for niggas to see teeth. I just looked up like I see this drawing I made when I was like fourteen of like an OF poster. I thought I was like really with the shits. <laughs> it's literally just like yeah, I we were. It's like it's literally just black and white, but like the OF is just like the actual colors, and it looks. Like the actual, oh, it's like symbol. That man's crazy. I gotta meet him. So that's next on the list. I knew I was gonna. I knew it was gonna be my first concert. I knew it was gonna be him. And I was like, I'm gonna see him live one day. And I was like, all right. After that, I'm gonna have to work with him or meet him. That's the next one on the list. I just want to talk to him. Like I don't even want to like. I don't like those kids who just come up and like always trying to get a picture and shit like that. Like if he wants, if I, I don't know. I just want to have a conversation with him, just talk to him, because he seems hella cool. Yeah, because conversation be opening up shit. <laughs> you said what? I mean, opening shit. I was like, because conversation is open shit, literally. Yeah, I just want to. I just want to talk about cool shit, like NERD. I want to talk about skating. I want to talk about music that he listens to, so I can get like, some more music to listen to. Like, I want to actually meet him. <laughs> some some of these people just want to get a picture and dip. And that's fucked up. Like this man, whatever. I don't know. That's me. But yeah. Damn, this turned into a phone conversation. I don't even know what the fuck we supposed it, to do. Oh, yeah. This I was going to say, like, bro, this whole podcast turned into a whole ass phone conversation. That's the funny part. <laughs> I forgot we were supposed to be talking. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, we kind of weaned it because, like, I mean, circumstances didn't allow. Oh, yeah. To... Yeah, that's it was supposed to be, like, a boost on podcast. Well, that's whatever. We got to learn more about you. Um. <laughs> Let me see. I know I got some fucking questions. Oh yeah, how do you feel about the this generation? What what irks you the most about this generation, and what can you say you appreciate about this generation? What irks me most about this generation is that I says it's like. No one hops on anything. Then no one would go out of the way to learn something until someone... Actually, because that's kind of how it goes. But, like... Okay. For instance, like, shit like anime. Niggas used to get clowned for watching that shit. Mm-hmm. And now, that's someone like Michael B. Jordan. Like, bro, I watch anime, like, every day. And niggas like, oh, my gosh, anime. It's like, wait, what? What the fuck? You... Right, what? <laughs> but it's for people that, like, will clown me for saying... For, like, watching shit like that and, like, being into shit like that. They'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm into this now. I'm like... You would literally call me a faggot for shit like that. <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah. Things change over time. Like niggas, but what? With Tyler, then Flyboy drops and they're dick riding them. But what I love about this generation is how many doors that we have opened, creative wise, and like just in general for the youth. Like it's crazy what we were able to do now in our early years that we weren't able to do earlier. Yeah, that's true too. Like whole ass movements getting started over Twitter. And going into like not like 
news feeds on like national television. That's the craziest shit. It kind of just shows you the power of social media, how what you can do to just articulate it and like what you can do, the possibilities of that shit. Yeah, kids are fucking, they're popping, dude. Like, the generation is actually being heard. Kids are actually getting at least, you know, that time. Like, it's, just, it's insane. And it's just open doors are just like allowing, like allowing people to be actually be like transparent with themselves on like actual music. And it's like, you were never able to do that like in like early, early years. Like, before you could cut it, you would get clowned for saying, oh, you were sad and shit. Because it was all about, like, street shit and gangster shit. And now it's like, nigga, fuck that. <laughs> like, hmm, let me see. Let me think of some things that you should get clowned for. And now I'm starting to realize, hopefully. Funny, oddly enough, like, the staple shoe, like, Chuck Taylor's, like, that's a fucking staple shoe. Am I not wrong? Yeah. Right? No, it's a staple shoe. Right, it's like generations of that shoe, shit. Right? Yeah. Okay. How come, get, tell me why in middle school I used to get clowned for wearing Converse. I don't even know. I used to get clowned for wearing Converse. Then when Tyler starts wearing Converse and he starts releasing his golf affairs, everybody who, oh my, I, because I remember a couple years ago, you used to make fun of me when I was like 11 or 12 wearing Converse. Now everybody want to wear Converse all of a sudden. And the <laughs> Chuck Taylors, everybody want to wear cut shorts. They want to wear high waters. All of a sudden, that shit makes me so angry. It was either that or the music I listened to. Like, now it's cool to, like, listen to different music. Before, it was like, nah, you strictly need to listen to rap and only rap. Oh, my God. Listen. Listen to fucking My Bloody Valentine. This shit is so good. Oh, Bruh, because, like, guitar. when I was younger, rap wasn't my first, like, foray into music. Like, I was not into rap when I first got into music. Like, I was literally on rock and shit. Like, I was literally on Linkin Park and news and all that shit it's crazy and niggas would be like why are you listening to this white shit i'm like because this white shit is making me fucking stay alive (laughs) (laughs) well i didn't know i was looking depressed but i was like because people would say oh it's just a phase then i got out of high school and like guys it's not a phase because i'm still gonna like shoot myself and shit but yeah it's dumb because niggas that's another thing like being when you're like neglected for shit that you feel like ashamed for that all you got is music (laughs) So. Fucking facts. All I had was music growing up. Literally, like, like my mom. My mom would be like, "Why are you listening to this sad music? Like, your music choice is so depressing." It might be because I'm, I'm sad and depressed. I mean, what do you, what do you, what more do you want? <laughs> what do you want me to say? Balls. What do you want me to say? She's like, "I think you need to change the what music you listen to." I'm like, "That's not gonna happen because these niggas make me feel comfortable in my own skin." <laughs> like, I was on some. I don't know. Sorry to explain, people. No, I feel it though. I I understand a whole bunch. I guess there's just some things people won't understand because they're not inside of your head. Yeah, like they won't get it. Like they they can't. They it's hard. Like because you can't be like I, I can't be a dick and say like you can't sympathize. You can't empathize because you don't understand. But like you really can't. <laughs> you can say like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so this and that. But like, nigga, what what is that gonna do? <laughs> what is it actually gonna do, man? Like that's I I appreciate the thought. I appreciate that you care for me. This and that. But wouldn't act like what are you actually gonna be able to do? Nothing. You're not gonna understand the inner battles because you're not inside of me. Pause on that. (laughs) 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 But like people don't get it, dog. Like it's a whole another ball game when you're inside the head. Like I just hear a voice screaming. 
and you just sit in there idle and this nigga's just screaming in your head. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> like I'm joking about it, but that's your real. That's your I, know, I, feel like I had like a whole conversation with myself the other night driving home, and I was literally like telling myself, "Bro, you're losing it." And shit like that. And I was literally just having like a full on conversation. Like I was like I was driving and I was like, if I could just take myself and put you in the passenger seat and talk to my other self, what I say to you. And I was like looking over and shit saying, like, yo, bro, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> like it was it was just, I was really having a breakdown. Like that that's another thing. Okay. Another thing that pisses me off about this generation, like people that like take the struggles of mental health. And try to like use it to get followers and shit. Yeah, like it's not a real thing. Like when people be talking about, oh, me after a mental breakdown, like nigga, no, you're not. N- that, that that's not how it yeah, goes. Yeah, like the anxiety thing. Like, you don't well, know what a fucking mental. <sighs> and some stupid ass SpongeBob meme. Yeah, it's like nigga, you don't know how that shit affects people when it's the post, the post effect of that shit. Like it's, it's not funny. <laughs> like it's they really glorified. Like it's, it's not... cool. Like it's cool to make light of it when you know what it's like, so the joke makes sense. But when you're doing it and there's no literally no context to how it is when it really the way it really is, it's like, nigga, what are you talking about? You're not no, you right, don't do that. Right, it's for the clout. It, literally, that's what people do it for. Sometimes you can tell. <laughs> I know, I know, I can tell because they have like fourteen thousand followers. Their bio is like small bean, like a whole bunch of hearts and some ugly ass emojis. I fucking. The banner is like some rainbows or some shit. LGBTQ, this and that. But they actually like, they're like, like none of it, none of like what their bio says is how they are. Like their, their tweets are just ugly. Always trying to like ride the same wave as everybody else. I feel like some like, I feel like a lot of these people in this generation, like, they're like culture vultures on everything. Like you can't have anything. Someone always wants to steal it or ride the wave. Like I feel like a lot of people fake come out just for clout. Yeah. Like you know, you feel me, right? Like some people are actually just like, yo, guys, like I'm gay or I'm bi. And it was, oh, okay, okay, cool, chill. But then someone will fucking post like a long ass paragraph. Now I've been thinking about this for a while. This and that. This and this and that. And I'm proud to say that I'm. Nigga, you ain't special. <laughs> <laughs> what? Bro, I know so many people who just came out. We're like, okay, for sure. No, again, we're not That's literally me and my friends. I literally just, I did not want to make this shit dramatic. I literally just said, yeah, guys, I'm bye. <laughs> and like, no, you're not. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and now they just accept because like, I'll literally make advances at men when in public. And like, they'll be like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, nigga, you thought I was joking. <laughs> and it's not that serious, though. Like, I'm thinking, well, no, well, there's also. Well, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of it's serious. Yeah, certain I'm people bad. like. Some people are, thing, like dying over this shit. Like it's like it's like Cause I haven't even I haven't even come out to my my mom knows, my brother knows, all my friends know, and fucking uh I'm more a lot more people are gonna know after Glitterface. But <laughs> like uh it's like I haven't told my dad because I thought that nigga's gonna like literally just, just blow me off just well no no pun intended. It's gonna, me- just, <laughs> it's gonna like shoot me in my sleep or some shit. Yeah, this is this is where I have to uh, say there's a line. There's a different line between like actually having like issues coming out with actual people who might have a problem with it, or you just doing it just because it's the something to do on Twitter just get a fucking couple like retweets, like yeah, like gays out here they're actually dying, dog. Like 
bisexual men and female. They're actually there's like killed. legit hate crimes getting committed right. on gay people. Right. No one's hearing about it. Right, bro. Like, what was it? 2015 when gays actually got the right to be able to marry each other. What type of shit is that? What, bro? I like congratulated my friend so hard. Yeah. How is there a law? I don't like. How is there a law in the first place blocking that shit? Like y'all <laughs> niggas can like straight up what? Like it. That shit made no damn That shit's dumb. That's just so stupid. But like niggas are actually dying. And that's what, like, I don't understand how, like, some black people can be homophobic because I'm like, y'all know this is the same shit they do to us, right? Like, they be lynching yeah. because of their sexual orientation or because they're scam. Like, this is the exact same shit they do to us. So, for you to be homophobic, man, maybe you should get lynched. <laughs> maybe, you, maybe you should be the nigga getting lynched because that made no how you gonna, sense. Like, how you going to talk about equality and then fight equality at the same time? That's, that's just stupid. I would say go to school, but the school system fucked too. See, there's a problem with everything. <laughs> I would say educate yourself, but the education system fucked up too. There's a lot of double standards out here. That's it. It's bad. We could talk about that for hours. That's just something I never understood. I I, I never understood how you can tell somebody they can't be who they want to be. <laughs> That's just crazy to me. Oh, like you can put yeah. a law on who like what someone can love. That's just stupid. That's like if someone was like, you can't listen to this album because you're black. What? What if I want to listen to Weezer? Nope, I'm sorry. That's just it's just the law. You can't do it. But this is you don't own my ears, like you don't own me. And all in like, some ways you we, we like we're all slaves still. We're all slaves to the capitalist society, we're all slaves to whatever like we abide by in this country. Like everything's fucked. And what's funny is that everyone's just okay with it. Like I hope you know if all of us came together. Bro, you know what'd be so, funny as fuck to me? What's up? When niggas are claiming like they're punk and shit. And they're using the iPhone. <laughs> like, they're punk? Because, like, wait, when you're punk, you're literally going against the government and, and everything the government stands for. So it makes me, it makes me like, laugh when people, like, try to act all punk and shit. Oh, yeah, this is punk and shit on, like, social media. When, like, you're literally on Instagram, a capitalist app that you're funding. Literally, <laughs> you're making them money by typing the post about going against what you're, they're doing. But you're posting it and making the money. So I'm like, how are you punk if you're fucking posting on Instagram and Twitter about like the government taking money? No, you're making the money. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, if they want to get their message out, it's kind of like a pro con thing. Like, well, yeah, you going against them, but at the same time, you still fund them. So, what can you really do? Yeah. Like, think about it. If you make music, you're still you're still giving the white motherfuckers money either way. Yeah. No matter what you do, it's fucked. Everything's fucked. Everything's fucked. Like I, 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 it's sad to say that there's not a lot of people who are actually willing to go against societal norms. And if they do, they're doing it the wrong way. Like there's a way to go against societal norms. Like if you just fucking just outright just doing some out of pocket shit, creating crimes, you just retarded. Like you need to get yeah. locked the fuck up now. <laughs> but I don't know, dude. There's some other shit that's just. I'm just gonna write about it. I'm just gonna make songs about it. This is this is what the next EP is for, anyway. <laughs> that ass. Like this, literally, like it was gonna be eight tracks, but I cut I cut it down to four because I was thinking like, all right, my fan base isn't that big. I don't know if people are really gonna listen to thirty minutes. Maybe ten minutes is cool. They'll be like, okay, short, sweet. I got to learn a lot. Production was crazy. Because I I like quality over quantity, to be honest. Yeah. So if the EP is fire, and I'll have like some fans ready for the next, you know, taste of music, then. So be it. I'll do it that way. And I'm cool with that. I fuck with that. Yeah. It's, it's, 
people really just create like <laughs> music production dog like they like they'll say like a song is trash i'm like okay tell me why was it trash they're like i don't know like you're just it's trash but they don't take into account of like chord changes how a song is structured but i mean to each his own like people have their own opinions but i just want to let you know that your opinion is fucking stupid and it's invalid <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like if you can't tell me why the song is bad like all you can say is just it's bad just because I don't know. know. That becomes like another blurred line because you know when a song is bad. Like, yeah, you know, like, like you can hear Takashi Six Nine. Like, yeah, this shit is bad. That shit is not. (laughs) He does not slap. If people really think he slaps, he does not slap. I'm gonna make that my slogan for when I become president. Takashi Six Nine does not slap. Twenty twenty four. He does not snap. He does not. He does not snap. He does not slap. Sneaker cannot rap. That's the slogan. She was bad. He he's but my friend Justin loves him. He's all don't tell me this shit don't go hard, nigga. I'm like, why is this man saying nigga so much? He's like Mexican. Yeah, that's another thing. That's the thing. I was like, how are black people getting mad about people saying nigga? But you letting Takashi Six Nine blow up. You're <laughs> not even black. Like they let a little pump say it, they let all these little ass rappers say it, but they get mad when like their white friend says the word nigga. Okay. Okay. See that you just don't mean, it. but it slaps though. Like it's just music, nigga. They just they just talking. That like the whole N word conversation, another one too. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if we want to get into that, but I feel like yeah, people can say whatever they want. Like you can't ban words. Like that's stupid. Like words have no power and no meaning until you give them power. But because of our society, because of what niggas had to go through in slavery, like you gotta understand that that word still holds value even till today. But what about the rap music? Niggas are always saying nigga in rap music. Like, yeah, I get that too. What I hate is having to explain myself why you can't say if I can't say yeah. how come you? I'm like, nigga, do you see your skin color? I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure your your people don't get shot every day <laughs> trying to go to the grocery <laughs> store or just walking. Niggas, they literally they they really just want to shoot us for breathing, my nigga. Like, what? Literally. Just our existence. We can just die for just being here. I mean, I can, I can, have, I can die having my phone out that all the time, literally. Dead ass, like they'll just shoot you just cause, and they'll say, "Oh, it was an accident. I thought it was a taser." Nigga, how do you get? How do you get a gun? You hold a gun and a taser in different ways. I think you press like <laughs> you squeeze a button, like it looks like a phone on a taser. With a gun, you gotta hold that shit like a, like a pistol. Like you have to grip it a certain way. How do you get that shit confused? And that's an actual argument. And niggas do not get charged for anything. That's crazy. It's crazy, dog. Like what? And it, and we get treated so bad. Like even if we want to go to school, he got he got accepted to all twenty all twenty schools. What the, what is the problem with that? I bet you there's somebody out there of Caucasian descent who got into the same amount of schools, got into twenty schools, right? But nobody ever talks about that. Nobody bats an eye at oh he, oh he's he's a white he's a nice fellow he's a gentleman he he's just. He's just trying to get into his, his favorite school. And he got into all 20. Wow, look at him. Have a nigga do it all. Look at this nigga trying to get educated. <laughs> like, man, what about the kids that didn't get in? Nigga, there's a lot of kids that don't get in. The fuck? Right. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> He's taking one spot on the wait list. Nigga, it's one wait list. It's one person. My bad. My bad he actually like, worked his ass off to actually, you know, earn this type of shit. Like, we can't even be successful, dog. We can't even be successful bro, It sucks because, like, you got, like whole SWAT teams like subduing and like handcuffing school shooters and shit but a nigga gonna have skittles and you gonna shoot the nigga on sight like <laughs> right and I'm not even saying it's not it's not nothing against like the whole school shooting shit cause that shit isn't even is a problem in itself but it's like 
you got like this white ass kid who has an assault rifle on him, and you will literally handcuff him. But then you have like a black kid who has probably a gun, but it's not a gun because you can't see. You just shoot him on sight because oh, I know. Right. I was scared. Like nigga, <laughs> the, the, we need a gun change now. And have you noticed it's always the white people who are the terrorists? It's not the Indians, not the Hindus, not the blacks. Not yeah. The, but you know how the white people are never called terrorists? White people. <laughs> Why do we be doing that absolute fucking most? It's all of them. It's and literally them. It. And they don't see it either. They're like, oh, he was mentally ill. Nigga, I'm mentally ill. Nigga, I'm, mentally, I'm not trying to go. I'm, they're, they're trying to say, oh, it's a gang. Like, all right, I played Call of Duty for like a good decade and a half of my life. And never once I was like, man, I'm just going to shoot the fuck out of my school today. Right. <laughs> I've, never, I've never played Call of Duty and thought, you know, I'm going to do this to my Like as many day. horror movies and video games I played, nigga, not once that I say, yeah, I'm getting bullied. I'm gonna go just go shit. Because kill it's this fucking kid. fiction. It's fiction. You are mentally you're mentally ill if you don't think that like it's fiction. It's obvious. Like, bruh, that's and, and what's crazy is that every month there's like a big stew on a, like a, on a shooting. Just last week it was YouTube. The week before that it was like some some black man in a wheelchair got shot in Sacramento. Then like another week before that it was um it was another school shooting, some some uh Seventh grader shot himself on campus with a shotgun. Somehow, a seventh grader got a shotgun and shot a, a seventh grader. And then the week before yeah. that was the Parkland mass shooting. And then, like a month before, like two months before that, it was like the Las Vegas shooting. Like my nigga, like if you don't see the problem <laughs> now, <laughs> now you're seeing the problem. That shit's scary. That shit is not. Okay. Not people wonder why we depressed. I'm like niggas, look at the the fucking current climate. Issue. <laughs> it's all fuck. <laughs> fuck white America. Then you got the fucking fat, rich white people just sitting in their comfy ass chairs debating over pointless bullshit when like niggas is actually losing their life over these goddamn guns. And like I talked to like some like my white associates at school, they were like, Yeah, but I need the second amendment though. Like it's not gonna change anything, like there's still gonna be guns, like like you're the problem. You're the reason why because you want to go hunting and shit. Like you'd rather go hunting than care about people's lives and safety. Like what if that was your kid? Would you be saying the same shit? I highly doubt it. I highly doubt if exactly in twenty years when we all have kids and shit and we go to school and one of their kids gets shot up. Oh, but you know the Second Amendment, right? You stupid nigga. Niggas are stupid. <laughs> Niggas are so sometimes people just be one on top of here just to hear themselves talk and like it's dumb. They can't like grasp the concept of reality. Niggas, just because you care about your goddamn second amendment rights doesn't doesn't excuse the issue like we're not taking away we're, we're not taking away your guns we're making it harder to get guns we're just saying it just we're just saying it needs to be more restrictions on getting guns cuz it's like nigga it's it's a problem <laughs> it's like it's a problem like uh, even <sighs> let me see let me think what's another issue that also that also ties in with the the whole Black Lives Matter thing. Like that's also been a big issue, but because of the gun reform thing, they're also starting to get more attention too as well. So that's tight. Like we've been known niggas been like we've been known niggas been killing us, dog. Like we've been known that since slavery. They've been doing this for three hundred fucking yeah. years. That's crazy. If we're not if we're not on the list of the most oppressed persons on this fucking country, I I I don't I don't know who else would be because. <laughs> From what I see, we are the most oppressed, and I don't care. You can debate me all you want. Like, what I hate is having to explain myself and having to like actually debate with somebody because they see a different perspective because they're a different nationality. Nigga, stop trying to speak for black people. You are not black. You will never know what it feels like to be called a nigga by somebody else. Literally, you will never know like 
the act you will never be able to grasp the concept of our history you will never be able to grasp that even even like i say that for like mexicans too like you'll never be able to like experience like how hard it is to be like an immigrant you feel me like that's a dirty word i hate that word i hate i hate yeah. i hate calling somebody an immigrant because i'm like we all, i see everybody's like, like a, as a person but when you think about it like why literally everyone in america is an immigrant white people are immigrants <laughs> This ain't even their land. Like, in textbooks, they don't be telling you, like, oh, yeah, Christopher Columbus murdered a whole bunch of Native Americans. But they, uh, made, they made every white person in history, but it's making this off of everyone history, or every one of my history teachers in school. Like, my, all, my history, all my history teachers, my eighth grade one especially, that nigga was like, he threw the history book away the first day. He said, we're never going to touch that book. And I literally just asked him, I was like, why? And he was like, because in all my years of teaching, I've never seen a book that represents your color in a positive light. And I was like, oh! <gasps> You son of a bitch! You're right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, you got Martin Luther King, but it's always about his fucking assassination. <laughs> like, right, that's literally all. It is. He's like, he led the movement, then he got killed. Okay, what happened? It's like literally, <laughs> that's literally. It's a pattern. Like, every fucking black leader and shit. It's like, yeah, he did this, but then he got killed. Yeah, he did this, but then he got killed. <laughs> like literally, that's every fucking. That's every like political figure that was like. A but then you see a you see a white ass nigga like George Washington and shit. It's like you're like, yeah. He he did this and he died a happy man with his family. Like literally, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> well, meanwhile, I'm gonna get over getting shot in the back and get lynched and shit. But all right, Abraham Lincoln got shot in his dome. I mean, that's. But people like to say like because of like the like what was it exclamation proclamation whatever the fuck it was called like mm-hmm. without that uh, slavery wouldn't exist this and that. I was like, uh, I'm pretty sure Abraham Lincoln was racist. Pretty sure he really didn't care about niggas because he just wanted the war, the civil war to end. Was that the civil war? Yeah, that's the funny yeah. thing. Abraham Lincoln just wanted the war. He needed a way to end the war. So like that was like his dilemma, right? And even that, the Thirteenth Amendment, because yeah, I know niggas watched Thirteenth. So like Loki, Abraham Lincoln fucked us over even more with that shit. Yeah, that's yeah. It's like all right, we're not gonna get an excuse to why you can kind of have <laughs> like. And all you gotta do is just say, "Oh, you're a criminal. You did this, and it's over for you." Fuck it, Ram Lincoln. Fuck, fuck, fuck that nigga. That's why you're on a penny, looking left, bitch, <laughs> or looking right. This, you know, oh, that's right. I forgot. Like on the penny. <laughs> it's, that, it's like the other coins knew that we just didn't know. It's like, yeah, yeah, y'all like Lincoln, but we knew. <laughs> we we knew. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, when I first started. My senior year, my history teacher, or my government teacher, she was like, the preamble was the best intro to anything ever. I said, what? She was the preamble is the best. And she's black, too. That's what, that's what tripped me up. It would have been funny as fuck. Because totally, I would totally be that guy. He's like, the preamble is the best intro ever. And I was like, Cheeky was only 16 when he made love. So sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ty was only 15 when he first drew that donut. <laughs> Literally, what best intro ever? Have you listened to the Wolf intro, nigga? <laughs> like, shut up, <laughs> nigga, shut up. Have you listened to the Bastard intro, nigga? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, post rank ass, cliche jerkin, L.A. Swanson, hype ass. <laughs> now back to the album. Like literally, nigga. That was the best. Don't intro. test me. <laughs> But she said that right, and literally, like the preamble was written by a whole bunch of white men who didn't care. They were not caring about any other ethnicity, any other nationality. They weren't caring about black. They had slaves. They were talking about all people are equal. Everyone has rights and this and that. But these niggas was like 
whipping black kids. <laughs> <laughs> what? That was the best intro ever. Okay. Yeah. I beg to differ. I I highly, I don't. This country, it, as as great as it may be, it has so many cons. It's <laughs> it's like it's ridiculous. Like we have some of the greatest things to look at, and then we have some of the worst things to look Shit, at to look back upon. Like <laughs> like to have a great country, you need to have. I guess you have to have a balance out. You have to have the worst things to ever fucking happen. <laughs> Cause, like Brian, it's so bad. I know it's bad. It's so bad. <laughs> like it just it look. Don't even get me started on the election. I don't know how the fuck this man. Yeah, nigga, our so president, hard. our president got Twitter fingers, nigga. <laughs> our president. That's how you know. Like we re- we hit rock bottom. This nigga has a Twitter account that he personally made on his own, and nobody's like. No, Obama had a nigga, bro. Like, no, like Obama had one, but like Donald Trump got Twitter fingers. <laughs> it was like Kim Jong Un was fat and ugly. Nigga, you are how old? You were threatening war over a fucking over some characters like over over 140 characters. You just threatened the, the entire country. Nigga, stop worrying about North Korea. I need. Where are my taxes? <laughs> where is my tax money? I was like, I was getting turbo tax, and this nigga started tweeting on Twitter. And now all of a sudden, I ain't seen my money back. I don't know what's like. Going I used on. to I used to want that nigga to die, and now I just want that nigga whole family to fall apart. Like I just want him to just just everyone leave him. He said, <laughs> "I want this nigga to die." <laughs> Not with his own <laughs> Honestly, bro, like his kids are special. His wife barely speaks English. He's an immigrant. He's trying to keep out the immigrants. His I know his wife is not happy with that nigga. I know he got a crinkly day. <laughs> she had me so. I'm so hot. Like Ivanka is too sexy to be with a nigga named Donald. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Holy shit. <laughs> You don't just put Donald next to Ivanka. The fuck? <laughs> oh, that don't look right. Ivanka and Donald, nigga. That sounds like a step down. You need someone. You need, you need like a powerful ass Russian name next to somebody named Ivanka, nigga. <laughs> like Stanislavski. Like Stanislavski and Ivanka, nigga. That's that's a powerful ass kind of like Stanislavski got like a powerful ass beard and shit. Usnoff. He probably got like a suit. Usnoff, and he has like a big ass chest. He got like a big ass chest. He got a, he got a, he got. <laughs> A, a mega thing on him. <laughs> mega thing. He got an impeccable thing on him at all times. I don't know how he got so far, dog. That's just scary. That's how you know we're, our generation is like, if he can be a president, I can be a fucking president. <laughs> Dead ass. You can't tell me otherwise. We we can't we can't you can't stoop as low as him, dog. We really can't. Literally. We really can't. Like that's how you know any of us can be president. Any of us can be. I don't even have knowledge or background on like economics. Like I barely know about that shit. But I bet you I can run the country better than him. Bet. Literally. Bet. <laughs> Let me get in the office. Nigga. The whole world be at peace. <laughs> this man's crazy. And I knew. Like, I knew I'll he was personally. Win I will like personally fly to like fucking North Korea. Like, hey, hey, bro. Look. You want to put my shit down? You put your shit down. All it is. Be diplomatic. All it is. I don't want. No it's problems, so easy. Though. Literally, just say, "All right, we're gonna stop using this and actually fund." Shit to progress the world instead of killing it, but no, <laughs> it's really that simple. Like some of the most peaceful countries, they just say, "Hey, we just don't want to fight." All right, for sure. That's literally, literally... that's like I do. The worst is about, "Hey, we don't want to make we don't want to make Memphis no more." All right, bet. All right, for sure. <laughs> like you shake on it, and you're done. <laughs> that's all it is. No, niggas got too many egos and shit. Niggas want to. Niggas want to have power for what? You're gonna die. 
literally it's like you all this shit is vanity at the end of the day nigga you're a president for what <laughs> like none of this shit actually matters nothing means nothing we're all gonna die this shit's crazy there's like no need for a hierarchy in class systems nigga like it's just dumb but we're here I guess <laughs> I knew he was gonna win too I know I think Dylan said that you knew he was gonna win too like I just knew I saw it should come from a mile away I like once I heard he was running I was like yeah he already won it's just it's a done deal I was like because think about it all the controversy people, outshines the good all the time. All the ignorant white people are gonna come out of the the works because President Obama's not here anymore. So they're coming out the fucking, they're coming out the fucking sewers like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> they just coming out, 